that's going to be our new phrase instead of whim, whimsicalness. It's going to be active stretching. <laughs> let's, go, let's do some active stretching. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Active stretching. Okay. We know. That's code. What do you want to do tonight? I was hoping we could stretch together. <laughs> no, don't even say that. Just say some active stretching. Then they'll have to figure it out. All right. Yeah. Intro. Intro. <laughs> <laughs> How how is that fresh quick trip coffee, bro? Because I walked in and she had all the containers tipped on their edge. Yeah. And all the little nozzle thingies. Nozzle thingies open. She was draining all the containers. Yeah. And then I had to wait for her to hit all the buttons to rebrew them. Dude, that's some fucking popsicles sitting out there waiting for your ass. I didn't realize you walked. I should have thought. I should have realized you walked. You should have known. You're supposed to read my mind. I was on time until <laughs> that delay. Yeah, well, I got frostbite. <laughs> I, now I know what to get you for Christmas with the pressure, man. Fucking gloves. Hey, you started that shit. Bro, I did. You did. You started it, bro. That's you not can- the point. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate receiving gifts. I know you do. I can tell. I can tell. You're like, you're like all about like, oh, I was gonna get you something for Christmas, but then I say, oh, I got you something, and you're like, fuck, I, you not, yeah. So what's the deal? Why do why do you hate receiving gifts? What's up with that? I don't know. Let's let's play too doctor much pressure. Doctor psychologist here. Too much pressure to pressure. receive. A, <laughs> too much pressure to receive a gift. Yes. Why? I don't know. Do you not feel like you're special? <laughs> <laughs> you make me feel special. Yeah, bro. You're special to no, me, No, I man. just... Because I'm not like uh, uh What's the word I'm looking for? An, Visually an, excited guy. Like when I receive gifts. Like I kind of have like a resting face. Like even though this is really cool and I'm really excited. Like I don't know if I express it very well. Dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's a. I don't know. That might kind of be like a bullshit answer. Whatever. Fuck <clears throat> off. So, to recap, I don't know how many fucking episodes ago it was. I brought the Theragun in, and you're like, "Dude, I was actually thinking about ordering one of these for you for Christmas." That's what you told me, and that's true because I had, I just ordered one for myself and I liked it and I knew the work you did. Yeah. So like so and. Okay, so there's this weird thing, right? Especially, I think, well, I think, I don't know, probably happens for women too. But with dudes, it's like, where, where do you cross the line where you buy each other a Christmas present? I mean, because that's, that's like a line, right? It's like a, when you get someone a birthday present or, or a Christmas present, that's like one of your top bros. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be, you know? Yeah, so, I, don't get a, I don't get a gift for any other guy. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a threshold there. You know, it's like I'm trying to. I, just, I was thinking about this this morning. I was thinking about a lot when I was walking in here this morning and sitting freezing out there freezing ass my ass off because you were late. I was thinking about all kinds of stuff, like the stars. And <laughs> 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 no, so it was like, how many how many of my dude friends do I buy gifts for? And it's like, not very many at all. You know, it's like. I got a brother in Texas and a brother in Michigan, and I barely buy them anything. I was going to say, I don't think I buy my sisters anything. Yeah. It's like, but I mean, I see you so often. Like, we're, we spend so much yeah. time together. But, but it's like. Um, Maybe but, I just wanted to have a win, Ike. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Uh, Unex- oh, yeah, man. The oh. unexpected gift. Oh, I see. Well, you shouldn't have told me then. Shouldn't have told me, bro. Well, you because you ruined my idea I, by already having one. <laughs> I ruined it. Wow. Okay. This is starting to sound familiar. <laughs> see, yeah, no. Yeah. What's that? I don't know. But what? no, I don't I don't get any other guys' gifts. Uh I stopped giving my siblings gifts a while ago. If they have kids. Well, not my other sister has kids. Uh-huh. They get their kids stuff. It's an odd thing, right? So, like, I'm at the point now <clears throat> where um, I've got a lot of nieces and nephews. Um, like, I always get my kids stuff. You know, always get stuff for the kids. It's it's Christmas is coming, man. Mm-hmm. It's the holidays. Um, and on top of the holidays, we got a couple of birthdays around the holidays, too. Gavin's birthday is December. Mine's January. My son Bailey's is in January. Excuse me. Um. And so, like, the whole gift-giving thing, there's always a lot of pressure around giving presents. Yeah. You know? It's like, you don't want to fucking do too little, but then you don't want to do too much, because then if you do too much, then someone else might, right. might take it the wrong way and, and, like, feel pressure or something. And so it's like, you know, and to be perfectly honest, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like if you got me something great if you didn't great like on the on the most part I really don't care um but like if I want to get somebody something I just want to get it for him mm-hmm. you know and it's like I I kind of I I guess I don't know if it's a dick way of thinking of things but it's just like I just like want to it's like well fucking deal with it I love you man and I'm going to get you something and it's like if you can't handle that then fuck off <laughs> And and so it's like, because I don't know, it, it's like, and may I'm just maybe I'm just obtuse, but how does it like? I don't know, like unless it's something super extravagant. Yeah, you know, it's like, <clears throat> like cool, thank you. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, but so it's just a weird thing. Gift giving is a weird thing. It's it's like tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. It, sh- it shouldn't be, but it is. And the world is so full of fucking shit that we have all the time. Like always, more, more, more stuff. True, makes it, makes it a little more tricky. Even yeah. it's like I don't want to. People look, have everything. <clears throat> I know, well, and, and it's like, like massage guns. Yeah, I like massage. That might have been a weird gift, anyways. Well, I'd have left it on top of my dress and I'd tell yeah, you that you right know. now. A certain <laughs> insert in it. <laughs> a little fucking hook, <laughs> hook one. when I'd leave in there. Yeah, so well, so now even like with spouses, so Sam and I both agreed we're not going to do gifts for each other this year. Okay. Um, but we have kids, and so she's going to still get me something, I have a hunch, and just say it's from the kids. So now I have to buy something still anyways. Right. And say it's from the kids. Yeah. So, but the thing with, the thing with that is, though, I, th- I think... <clears throat> The best way to handle that, this way I've done it, is that I actively take my kids yeah. shopping. And it's like, what do you want to get for your mom? Yep. And they, I pick whatever they want to pick. And it's like, if I say, okay, you want to spend 50 bucks? We'll spend $50. And then it could be a fucking candy bar and some slippers and a baseball cap. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. It's from them. Because there's something about like... <clears throat> 
that present to mom or dad from the kids that the kids don't even know what the fuck it is. And you're like, thank you, Billy. And it's like, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's true. I've asked that. You know? So it's like, that's a good point to have. In fact, that's why I have two Yeti coffee mugs. Yeah. See, and a Yeti water bottle mm. in various colors. I bought a pile of Yetis. Oh, man. This might spoil it. All right. Might spoil it for my dad. But that's okay. He'll he'll just have to deal with it, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying Earmuffs. To, Earmuffs. I'm trying to think of who all, who all listens to this. My dad might still listen to it. I don't know if he does or not. So, I don't know if I should say it. Don't say it then. I'm not going to say it. But it's too late because I just said it. That's <laughs> too fucking late. They got to put two and two. All right, Dad, listen. Here's the deal. If you hear this, you got to be surprised <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you get this, and don't tell anybody else that you got or that you knew. Can't, can't tell them. All right, that's the deal. So they'll probably be getting them in a week or anyway. So um, last time I went down to Texas to visit my family, they all had these Yeti thirty ounce, the big fucking mm-hmm. tumblers, right? And my grandpa puts sweet tea in hers, and my grandpa puts whiskey and ice in his, and my dad puts something else in his, and my aunt. Anyway, they all got them. And so I went on the Yeti website, and I dropped my logo yep. on a bunch of Yetis, and I sent them down there for Christmas for him. Legit. And it's like, it's it's something about, have, like, A, I really like the logo for my company. Yeah. And then having my own logo is fucking cool. Yeah. And throw it on all kinds of shit. <laughs> Dude, that's why I put Obey the Yeti on so much fucking random shit. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. we got it. We're I love easy. it, man. I love it. Like I got a I got a wall um vest and it's like my favorite fucking vest. Mm-hmm. Like I wear that thing all the time. And uh Stephanie told me yesterday cuz I put it on cuz I washed it for like the first time this year and uh and I put it on I'm like looking at it. I'm like, "Yes, really nice. I really like this vest." She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "And it's nice to go out with you without something that says, hey, I'm a contractor. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I was just, just thinking yesterday I need to put my logo on this thing. She's like, ah. Oh. She's like, you don't have to put your logo on everything. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of do. It's kind of like a dog peeing on everything around the block. It's like, this is mine. This is mine. This is mine. <laughs> Proud of it, man. It is black. Yeah. Hey. I'm telling you. It's a thing. It's Get a your thing. logo on there. Yeah. White logo, man. But it's, it's, it's pretty cool because my family really likes the logo too mm-hmm. and then like they're always asking me like can we have this can we have this and yeah, so, you need your swag yeah and so it's like it's cool christmas presents because it's something i know they don't have yeah <clears throat> you know so or it's just free advertising I'm not gonna be in texas anytime soon so it's like never know yeah well this is true but uh it's just it's it's fun and and i know it's like it's something that and it's also something nobody else has yeah you know that's it's unique like you can't. That's what I, yeah. See, that's what I'm doing with my uh, staff this year. I, I know that's fucking awesome. Oxy coasters. Did, did they listen to this? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's um. <clears throat> I think that. Like. So it's like I could, if I want, like going back to I was gonna I got you something and it's like I was thinking about it for a while and it's like. There's like so many random little fucking things that people get each other mm-hmm. to just get something. It's like, oh, I got you a little multi-tool I found at the 
farm and fleet, you know, at the, yeah, at the, go at return the, something at the fleet farm or what, you know, but <clears throat> it's like, there's, there's things that are, that are, that mean something, you know, and then there's things that are just like something, mm-hmm. you know, I had to get you something, you know, and it's like, when I get, when I get to a point where if it's like, I just got to get somebody something, then I don't want to get anything. It's just like, I, I just soon give somebody a hug if it's, if it's like that, because it doesn't mean anything. Right. You know, it's like, like, at what point do we, do we lose the, the meaningfulness of gift giving? You know, it's like anymore with kids, like all my kids, I'm like, what do you guys want for Christmas? Like, well, I don't know. Cash is always good. (laughs) And it's like, okay, like I can give them cash because they're like adults and they need it. It means something to them because they're paying, they're filling up gas in their car and shit like that. And it's fine. You know, it's like, and I'm helping them out. But at some point it's like, but I still want to give them something that means something, you know, something that's like. I don't know that like you feel like you put some thought into. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So do you do like family at all or do you just yes. do, what do you do? Like uh, each Christmas we do, um, you know, we, we kind of have a routine where we go to my parents on Christmas morning. We do like a breakfast brunch type thing. And then we do gift giving. Um, and then we go to Sam's parents usually in that evening do the same. So, like, we get stuff for our parents. So, my mom's gift, we actually do something. We did something really thoughtful. The last two years, the problem I have with my dad is he's a very specific man. Mm-hmm. And he has everything. So, there's not, like, uh, joy there. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you want? Yeah. So, this year, he literally whipped out a magazine and he pointed at it and goes, that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that works. Hey, that works. <laughs> you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Or last year it was, uh, he's a big woodworker, and it, so it was 90-degree corner clamps that were made by a specific company, Craig. I'm like, you can have this model, or you can have this model. I can buy you two of these for the price point, or I can get you one of these. What do you want? He goes, one of those. I'm like, great. Done. Like, that's what you're going to get. That's awesome. No, well, and and I think, especially, maybe it's, more, maybe it's different, but like, with dudes, as they get older... We just, we do, we tend to like buy the shit we want. Yeah. You know? And if, and if the problem is people try and do thoughtful gifts for things they know we want, but we're kind of picky. Yeah. Well, especially, I think, especially as we get older and, and like there's specific things that we like, we're going to buy the ones that we want. Right. And so it's like, I know like, um, like with Stephanie for, for her dad, it's just like, I don't know what the fuck can buy him. He's got everything. Yeah. Everything he's, everything he could want. He could buy. So then that's where like um like one year she she's a photographer, so this helps. But she like uh um she did this uh metallic print of this really cool old truck and she took the photo and then she had it developed and made this print out of it and gave it to him. And so there's like a personal thing yeah. to it, you know? And then I think last year this was my idea by the way, so score one for Ike. Um, I had taken a photo of um, my little dog, Prim, our little wiener dog, mm-hmm. and their dog, Dewey, who's like, a, uh, I think, an Australian Shepherd, I think. And Dewey's, like, getting super old. And it was in the summer, and they were running through the grass together. And, like, so our little dog, Prim, is like his granddaughter. Like, ev- like <laughs> we take Prim out there for a visit. 
to grandpa's house and she like when it's time to leave she goes and stands behind uh. his legs she doesn't want to leave so they got a bond and so we did that and made a print for them with that and it was super cool you know because it's like it's obviously something he doesn't have and and it's meaningful mm-hmm. and so i think like as people get older I think stuff like that, like photos and personal things that can actually make somebody feel something. I mean, that's the point, right? It's to, to draw an emotion out, to, like, feel something. Yeah. You know? And uh, and so I think that, like, that's always my goal is, like, what what can I do where we can feel something? You know, it's like, but, you know, it's the same with Stephanie, like you said with Sam last year. It's like, we always say, oh, we're not going to get each other anything. No gifts for us, you know? Yeah. We don't need anything, blah, blah, blah. You know, but I think it partially it revolves around the pressure of the gift giving and then the receiving and then what if what if someone spends more money than I spend yeah. and shit like that. But I mean, I got her some AirPods last year. And it's like You go all out. Well <laughs> but it, but it was like but that's the thing, it's like, oh cool, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, 'cause it's like there's no there's nothing. There's this there's it's not special. Yeah. You know, it's like I knew she wanted AirPods and she hadn't bought them yet. So oh, there you go. Here's your AirPods. <laughs> it's like, what are you gonna do? Next year's gonna be a new charge cable. Nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. USB C. <laughs> Dude, I bought the USB Cs. I, I like the cable, man. I don't. I like it. It's it's easy. It you is. don't have to flip it upside down twelve times to try to get it in the, into the slot. It seems more consistent than the old Lightning cable. Yeah, and it's fucking fast. Yeah. I, I, which one did you get? What? Well, how many? How many volts is a, is your brick? Amps or whatever. Amps, whatever uh, it is. Seven something. Okay, mine's a twenty. Oh fuck! Yeah, it was bro. Really fast. It was. Does, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm assuming battery technology has gotten better to where, like, you know, it used to be the the mentality was, oh, if you charge it too fast, it's not a real good charge. You're just telling it it's full when it's not and then you're going to deplete the battery life okay so i'm assuming like battery technology like that's not a thing anymore i don't i don't know i've i've got an iphone 12 and i feel like my battery life is not near what it was when i bought it and i've only i mean it's a 12 so i've yeah. only had it for not even a full maybe a year now yeah i have, had a, I have an 11 that's coming up on a couple years two years yeah and, uh, i'd agree and yeah so like i have my regular lightning cable and I plug it in, like, I, I told you before, I don't have a charger next to my mm-hmm. bed or anything, so I plugged it in at night. <clears throat> I don't plug it in at night because it's my alarm when I wake up. And then I go down and I plug it in when I get up in the morning. It's usually, like, at 15 20%. That's a dangerous game. <laughs> it's a dangerous game. I live on the edge, man. What can I say? <laughs> so I plug it in, and, like, and, you know, like, I'd come in here with my cable sometimes because yeah. it's early. And, like, I'd have, like, a 20% charge. It's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll plug it in here. And we'd sit here for three hours, and I'd be at, like, 65 70%. Yeah, that's pretty slow. And uh, I put this USB-C. I had, like, a 12% charge. I know, it was fucking crazy when I woke up this morning. And I'm at, like, 60%, and it was plugged in for, like, less than half an hour. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Dude, it's a game changer. I'll li- literally live on the edge from now on because I know <laughs> now I got to find the USB-C car charger thing. You so know? I don't know. They got to make them. It's not, it's not, uh, 
So you're saying the brick part is the USB-C? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cable. Well, it's got to be a USB-C yeah. to lightning to cable lightning. as well. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I don't know if they make a brick, like, because it's pulling off your car battery. Like, I don't know if you can pull that many. What is that? Volts or amps? Well, I, I mean, they got cars with a fucking 110. That's true. So, I mean, they just got to have the converter or whatever, but inverter. I, I would inverter. Inverter, yeah, inverter. Yeah, but inverters are typically maxed out on wattage. Well, how much? But I is, can't imagine a charger. We ran all room. this fucking gear off my truck. That's true. Last year. I That's mean, true. So my truck, I know the stats on this, which is funny. Uh, with it not running, you can pull 150 watts on the inverter, and with it running, you can pull 400. Okay, so that's pretty fucking solid. Yeah. I don't know with the watts, the volts, the amps. I think that's like, I mean, blender shit, which is really high yeah. wattage. Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah. This, you, I'm assuming this is pretty low wattage stuff. Well, it's more wattage than the cell phone charger. True. I mean, it, talking about a little power brick, so, I mean, I. either way. I, You're solid. I, Find it. I think, I think I'm going to be okay. I think if You could my, do the normal thing and plug it in at night. Yeah, so here's the interesting thing. So we bought a speaker for the house, like a a nice one. Okay. So we, I bought a Bose. Uh, this is how old it is. It still has the old uh, um, iPod, the wide iPod oh, charger okay. on it. You yeah. know, it's an old one, but it's fucking awesome. It's Bluetooth. You can and it is was it a portable speaker. Portable. You yeah. brought that to league before, I think. Yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's the one I brought to league. Um. Yeah, I brought it into my truck because my truck speaker system, my old truck speaker system, I couldn't hook up my Bluetooth to it because it was fucked. So I brought that. So anyway, it died. Um, the kids would take it downstairs and they use it fucking for hours on end and it, and it died. So um, sort of like, okay, find a new one. But I had that one for years, so yeah. I was pretty happy with that. Um, and so we started looking up different models of stuff and there's this uh brand called sonos s-o-n-o-s yeah and they got a speaker called a rome 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 r-o-m-e r-o-a-m r-o-a-m rome not not like the city yeah i understand yeah um and it's got uh uh it's kind of a triangular shape but it's like a tube but it's a triangle okay um so you can take it anywhere you want and the charger is this little base that it sits on, and you just clunk it on there, and it's magnetic, and it charges it, you know, and then you take it off, and you go wherever you want. Um, and the fucking base, like, the speaker was, every time I wake up in the morning, the speaker wasn't on the base. I'm like, what the fuck? It's, like, right next to it. Why isn't it on it? It should be charging. It should be, like, on the charger, unless we're taking it around the house. Mm-hmm. It should be, I'm kind of anal about that shit. It's like it's where it belongs. You put it there, and so um, Stephanie's like, "Oh well, you know." She comes down and she plunks her fucking phone, her iPhone, on the Sonos base. Mm. I'm like, "What are you doing?" She goes, "Charging my phone." I'm like, "The fuck you are." She goes, <laughs> "I am," and I go, "No way!" It fucking charges her phone. Nice. Yeah, and so I'm like, I, I I'm like. We'll charge my phone. She goes, well, I would think so. So I pulled the fucking case off, clicked it on there. Bam, starts charging it. And it's like, well, that's fucking cool. Now I want to have one of those everywhere. I want to have, like, one in my room. <laughs> so the Sono speakers, they link through Wi-Fi. 
and Bluetooth, but the Wi-Fi compatibility is way better because you don't need to have your phone close to it oh, sure. to make it run, right? They daisy chain through the Wi-Fi throughout your whole house. So it's kind of like having a, a house speaker system without having the wires. Mm -hmm. And you just have a little charger base wherever you want. And I'm like, we need like fucking four of these things. And she's like, we don't need that throughout the whole house. I'm like, I don't know. That'd be pretty fucking dope. Cause it's like, you know, you can flip on some music like, and it, it hooks up to Amazon Alexa. Okay. It's like, Hey Alexa, play some smooth jazz. And through the whole fucking house is like, da -da -da -da. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome, man. I'm like I want that. You know, she's like, no, I don't want, you've never had a charging pad. No, no, mm. no. Stephanie got a, an alarm clock that you could charge your phone on, but it's fucking slow as fuck. Really? Yeah. It's like a cheap Amazon one. Yeah. We wanted to put something in the rooms that was an alarm clock because there's no alarm clocks in the rooms. Um, your Airbnb or yeah, Air, the Airbnb rooms. Yeah, sorry, I apologize. Um, there's like clocks on the wall, but there's no like a yeah. we don't have a lot of electronics in the rooms. Um, but it's like this one will charge an iPhone or a Samsung or whatever. So, but it's super fucking slow. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's like it is what it is. If someone needs a Throw yeah, it on a charger. Sure. If you leave it on there all night long, it'll charge your, your device. Yeah. Um, so then she, she like tried it out this fucking Sonos thing. I was like, yeah, oh, that's fucking awesome. So I want, I do, I want like four of them. I want them all over my house, um, everywhere. They're portable. Just carry it with you. Yeah, I know, but it's like, I just, I just really like that they link. <laughs> I think the technology that they link up is so fucking cool. It's like, so when I was in, <clears throat> when I was in college. Like, uh, um, I have no fucking idea why I did this, but well, I do know why, because I, I was at Sears and they gave me credit. Oh, nice. <clears throat> I know. So <laughs> fucking 72 inch big screen TV, baby, the fucking 900 pound deep, I was going to say, you know, projectors. Projector yeah. Had like the, the three tubes in the yeah. back, the red, green, blue RGB. Um, and so it was like, oh, it's fucking awesome, you know? And then it's like, well, now we need good sound. Yeah. So then I bought the Bose Lifestyle 25 surround sound system, bitches. <laughs> it fucking had the little, it was a sleek silver fucking unit about the size of a, like a flattened out loaf of bread, like a big panini, you know, something like that. I'm thinking like a big panini <laughs> is about the size of it. Just, I'm giving reference here because nobody can see Like an old hands. VCR. No, 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 my friend. A panini is much smaller than an old VCR. This thing was maybe like, maybe inch and a half, two inches okay. thick, and it was, um, maybe twelve inches long, and then eight inches deep. Okay. I had the CD player on one side. Pop the little button. Thing flies up. Doesn't fly, but it's like, shh, yeah, slow, nice and slow, baby, nice and slow. <laughs> <laughs> And you put your CD in the slot. <laughs> There's the voice. Yeah. So you drop drop the CD down in there, close it, and then it had uh, a sub that we had behind the TV, mm -hmm. and then it had five satellite speakers. One like long narrow one that sits on top of the TV, and then yeah. four little little cubes yeah. on. And you had to get the stands. And For they were sure. like sixty-seven dollars a fucking piece, Jesus, all the way around. And we had this like our living room was the size of this studio, <laughs> and it was a fucking amazing. But I was in debt 
for like $3,500 in college. It's like, what the fuck did I do that for? Why did they, why did they let me do that? I don't know. Cause they knew they let, they had 17 year olds take out student loans. Bro. Fucking student loan stuff is crazy. I know. You see that? There's a documentary out on that. The student loan debt crisis. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to watch it. Fucking crazy. Is it by Ramsey? Probably. It's know. called Borrowed Futures. Probably. Dennis Ramsey. Yeah, man. You saw it? <laughs> no, but I know who he is, what it is. Yeah. I just saw the preview for it, and it's like fucking like grown-ass men and women are crying, trying yeah, to figure out. So much fucking debt on that Yeah, side. it's like there's people right now that are fucking retired. They're still paying their fucking, their, yeah. their Social Security is being garnished for their student loans. Yeah. Come on. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> What's up? I have fucking student loans. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't have student loans. I don't. I uh, I just fucking work three jobs. And this is not saying that people who got student loans didn't have other options. Just saying this is what I did. And I, But I went to a, a trade school. Mm-hmm. So I just worked a fucking as much as I possibly could. And... Uh, Spent as little as I possibly could. And, yeah, and there. If if I could go back in time, there'd be certainly things I did I would do different. I think the education on the matter towards prospective college students needs to be there. I mean, you got to really know what you want, but honestly, dude, fuck going to school for these degrees that don't mean shit. Like what? Like the like what? What would fall under that degree that doesn't mean shit? Like a business degree, or because like a business degree, you can at least learn something. Yeah, but you have all these degrees that are in some kind of like art form, like okay, or like, like humanities degrees. Yeah, okay. And it's just like I don't know. My mindset is just changing. Where it's I don't know if you learn much, and you're going into a lot of debt for something, and then real world, real world applicability. I don't think is there. So like, so like, I feel like if you're going to go to college, you need to do something that you're going to learn something where you can directly apply it to a job that you have in mind. So like lawyer, doctor, honestly, what I do right now, I don't know, man, I could have learned this on the job. You could have, but would you have gotten the job without a degree? Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to bash the company I work for. No, it's fine. I, that's cool. But, but good. No, I wouldn't have gotten the job without a degree. But at the same token, the job was paying. The expectation was to have a degree that you go into. Sure, but it's tens a low of wage. thousands of debt for. Yeah. Yet the pay for the job, even though the responsibilities are more, is yeah. doesn't even cover your student loan. Yeah. So. I think that's just a, a, a product of like our our uh, whole society's investment into into like um, human infrastructure, as Joe Biden calls it, where it's like human needs, and I'm and I can go into teachers and and mm-hmm. you know daycare providers and uh, EMTs and firefighters, all that shit. It's like when we're dealing with people, especially kids, it's like there's not enough value put on it. There's just not, right? you know, so like when you, when you look at a budget of a greater institution that deals with that, it's a, it's a small budget, you know? So it's like, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, 
but I feel like when you're dealing with a small budget, like how do you, how do you, you know, do you have enough money in the budget to justify paying somebody maybe twice what you make? It's probably what you should be making. Um, like, where do you got to cut that from, you know, to make that happen? Or is the budget there? I don't know. No. You know? No. And I mean, unfortunately you're, you're in a position at least with what I'm familiar with, like, if you're going to cut something to do another thing, you're going to be taking away from the point of existing. Right. That's the, and that's so, the so, you, so you get people, you know, who understand that and who work the job because they understand the, the need for it and, or, you know, they're passionate about they're it. They're passionate about it. Yeah. You know? and that's the people you want for the job. For sure you do. For sure you, know? you do. But it's just the backwards of the society of the expectations that you have a degree that you paid thirty, forty thousand dollars for and you're basically saying, Go take out that like you you'd just be further ahead if you didn't do it. And I didn't don't think it's applicable to a lot of what we do. I the think de- the degree isn't. Yeah. I think there's courses yeah. for sure. You know, so how many fucking job applications or job listings out there will say uh in requirements, bachelor's degree or equivalent? So many. It's like, wait a minute, that's that fucking line. There's, I think there's so many jobs out there that will fucking narrow the field so greatly on on viable candidates yeah. just because they don't have a bachelor's degree. And it's like, that's part of the system that's got to be changed as well. Yeah. You know, it's bring, like entry-level job with five years experience and a fucking bachelor's degree. Right. Like, that's not entry-level anymore. How the fuck are you supposed to get experience? How are you supposed yeah. to, you know, it's like... There's some there's some really funny funny ones if you ever peruse the internet of just crazy expectations from employers like and their job requirements postings versus the reality of things well but that's the thing is i'm wondering if it's even an expectation or if it's just like what we do this is what we do this is our form this is the form we put out and it has to say these 65 things on the form and we put it out there on on zip recruiter and then we see who who applies for it and it's like and if they don't have any of those things well that makes it easy for us it's almost like it's like it's they have to think less. They have to work less. They have to sure. put less energy into the process. As if, long, yeah. Just if, look at candidates that check boxes first. Right. And so it's like that's that's the I think the fucking crux of the problem is like that's a great word. It's checking boxes. You know, how how often do we spend our time just checking boxes and if the boxes don't get checked, then they're not a, a viable mm-hmm. candidate. You know? Yeah, it's like that's valid. It's a it's a weird way of living. You know, it's like we don't ever want to get to know people. You know, think about like this, like <laughs> how many lost love connections on match.com are there because people are checking boxes. You know? Yeah. It's like it's like we're always like it's what's the easiest route? What's the most efficient, fastest way to get from A to B? And it's just like that's not what humans are. We don't, we're not about fucking easy, fast, efficient. We're fucking complicated. We're emotional, bro. <laughs> we got feelings. And it's like, why we, why we got to like try to make, make ourselves check off boxes. It's like, fuck, I tell you what, there's a lot of people out there that I wouldn't be friends with if we were checking boxes. Yeah. You know, for fucking sure. Because, because it's like, there's a lot of things that we disagree with. You know, that they don't, they don't stand on, on my side of the fucking line on certain, mm-hmm. um, you know, things. And, and it's just like, but I fucking love them to death because they're good people, you know? So like, well, 
We need to stop fucking checking boxes. Fuck, maybe that's just another reason the country's divided because people look at other people and just see how many boxes are checked. Fuck yeah, they do, man. Look at that. It's the equivalent of when you're on Facebook and people are like, oh, I scored a 14. And it's like, add a point for every one of these things you have or haven't done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like, oh, you're at the 27? You're at 27? Yeah, you've done some crazy shit in your fucking life. (laughs) I ain't even going to ask which ones. Did you do number 14? (laughs) Oh, my God. No, we can't be friends. So you remember that big truck I had? I've got big trucks now. I was going to say I had that really big truck that jacked up Ford. Yep. Okay, so. Jacked up, four by four, like, something, I, something. <laughs> <laughs> Got no money. <laughs> We're not country singers. <laughs> so, um, I, so many fucking people judge me because I drove that truck. Yeah? Yeah, like, so where I grew up. I judged you for that truck. Well, cool. <laughs> whatever i'm sure you had an opinion and it's fine but it's like um it's like where i grew up having a jacked up truck was fucking awesome right you know and it was like and i still think it's awesome i think they look fucking cool and they're fun to drive you know they just are there's like there's something about it that's just fun and and it's like uh, uh i'm not gonna name a name but there's a, i have a client and uh i was uh i pulled up to her business in my jacked up truck and it, it was not only it was like it was on 30, 35 inch tires mm-hmm. and they were wide and then it was, had a four inch lift and it was a diesel and mm-hmm. it and it was a big fucking truck yeah, huge huge brush guard on the front is a massive truck big exhaust pipe on the back it was ridiculous it was a ridiculous vehicle but it was fun and uh, when I bought it I was just like I'm gonna fucking do something fun this is stupid. I'm probably going to lose money on it, but I'm going to do something fun. So I bought it and whatever. I had fun. And then I lost money. <laughs> <laughs> so she says to me when I pulled up, she says, she goes, that has got to be the biggest fucking truck I've ever seen in my life. She goes, are you compensating for something? <laughs> and I'm just like, and I just looked at her and she's a client. And I'm like, that's something you'll never know. Because <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Did you yeah. say, no, but I got to pay for it. So here's your bill. <laughs> No, I didn't know it, but it was, it was just, it was like, it's like, uh, I got a lot of looks Yeah, and it, and it was like, people assumed that I was a, like a Trump supporter, you know, because I was like, look, it was like a redneck looking truck, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just like, it's like, oh, he's one of those Pam like that. And, and to be perfectly honest, like if I see a, a truck with that big smokestack out of the bed of the truck, yeah. driving down the road with flags hanging off of it, it checks a box, yeah, you know? But it's like, it doesn't check a box in a way where I wouldn't at least give somebody an opportunity to to say, hey, you know. Nah, there was one that checked that box for me the other day. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone listens to this and this is your truck, you got to explain this shit to me. It was exactly what you just described, except the tires. He had a big fucking jacked up diesel 250, or it was a Chevy, I don't remember. But then he had it, it was lifted, but then he had it on smaller, wide tires that were like, they weren't even street tires, they were like race tires. They were almost... F- oh, the real wide, they, they stuck way out? They were real wide, yeah, they stuck way out. They were low profile, they had no grip on them, they were like slick tires. Were they worn out, or were they meant to be like that? 
they looked like they were meant to be low profile tires, like really? something you put on like a sports car. I've seen a lot of like when they're not a motion. I've seen that it's a, on a it's, lifted truck. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird look. I'm sorry if this is your truck, but it looked really dumb. Yeah, it. And I was judgy for it. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, so you a you can't fucking park with super wide tires. Like I like I had super wide tires. I had a hard time parking that big monster truck I had. So you have a hard time parking, but at least the tires I had, if I got into a muddy spot, I could get out. Mm-hmm. You know, with those tires, there's no function. No, unless it, unless it's to race, drag race the thing. But even then, it lifted. I mean, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's fast because he's probably got a big uh, yeah. aftermarket exhaust and all that shit going on it. But it, it it didn't add up in my mind. Yeah. Plus, it was tires can only stick out like what an inch. Beyond your fender? Yeah, there's, I'm sure it's super illegal. Well, wasn't your big truck illegal anyways? Yeah. Like you weren't supposed to go over 40 miles an hour on it or something? No, it was, it was, uh, um, it was not that the exhaust was not highway legal. Okay, that's what Because it was, it was uh, it was deleted. It was <laughs> Someone deleted. straight piped. <laughs> no, they didn't straight, it, it's the, it's today's version of straight piping it. They take all the sensors, all the O2 sensors and everything off of the, off of the exhaust mm-hmm. so they just remove it all and so it's 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 expensive to get fixed once they take it all out because you then you got to fucking go in there and it's it's super expensive but uh um yeah that was a fucked up situation because yeah, I, did, I, I didn't know i know that. unfortunately when i bought it i feel like i got super duped by the um dealership that i bought it from um fucking bastards if there wasn't something called slander or some shit like that yeah. i would say their name right now um but yeah so that was i remember having lunch and you telling me this oh i so fucking pissed man because the dude was like super slimy about it yeah and and when i was so stephanie and i were you know car dealerships are slimy like that and i'll and i'll be the first one to admit i want to be the guy that can walk into a car dealership and talk them down and you know, work the numbers and all that and have the confidence. And, like, I'm just not. I don't know what it is. I just don't have it. I wish I did. Like, I want to have it, but I don't. So I walk in there, and they just fucking probably see this all over my mm-hmm. face. It's just like, oh, this guy, he wants to be that thing, but he doesn't have it. So we're going to fucking take him for every cent he's got. So I called him up about this fucking monster truck thing. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we can take a look at it. And I'm walking around this truck, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? This is the dumbest truck for a landscaping truck in the fucking world. I'm like, why am I, why am I doing this? You know, but it's like, but it's a fucking cool truck. Yeah. <laughs> so walking around it, you know, took it for a drive. It's like, it's pretty fucking cool. You know, it's loud, it's fast, and it's got a lot of power. And put my logo on the side, it's going to look pretty fucking badass. <laughs> so I go in and we're talking to the fucking salesman. And, 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 and to be, to be fair, to be fair, he's he's like he's like yeah. So this is this is the one for you. I'm like yeah, I think so. And he's like, okay, it's a big truck. I'm like yeah, I know. Because he he knew, like I think he saw the part of me that was questioning whether it was appropriate mm-hmm. vehicle to have for landscaping. And uh, um, but he's a salesman, yeah. you know. So he's like, all right, cool. So we're trying to talk a little bit about numbers. And this, and the manager, fucking manager, pops his head and he's like, "Hey guys, so where are you at with that with that Ford?" 
And he's like, well, we're just talking about it. You know, we're trying to trying to decide if it's really what they want to move on with. And he goes, okay, so just so you know, he goes right behind you there. And, and he's like, see that, see that kid in that glass there? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, he's waiting for it. So if you guys don't buy it, he's taking it home today. And it's like, oh, okay. So there's a little little nudge, right? Yeah. It's just a little nudge. And, and actually, he wasn't behind us. He was in front of us. He was in the office right and through the glass in front of us. So I could see him, right? And he's this, like, 20-something kid. Looks like he probably works construction, you know. And, and it's like, yeah, he probably wants that fucking truck. So if I want the truck, i got to take it now. And I'm going to pay full price for it because this fucking kid is too, you know. And I don't even know if the kid wanted the truck. Yeah. I don't he's, even know. He's just a kid in he, the office. He could have just been some fucking somebody's nephew that came to say hi, you know. But they fucking played me with it, you know. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, so we're looking at it. It's like, all right, yeah, let's do this. You sure? Yep, let's do it. All right, fucking cool. And then I'm, I'm pumped, right? I've got this truck. And and then, like, there's this feeling, like, once you say yes, it's all you, I'm, like, I'm relieved. Because mm-hmm. the pressure's off, and it's like, I know I'm going to do it. I've committed to it. And it's like, all right, great. And so we're going through the, you know, the sheet of paper that you, that you um, all the check, all the boxes you got to check. Yeah. You know, this is safe. This is safe. We yeah. highway it. We tested all this shit. So they're like, all right, cool. We're going to send it back to the detail shop and have the guy just go through it one more time, make sure it's cherry for you when you pick, when you leave. It's like, this is so great, you know. He's let's just go through this, boom, boom, boom. And there's this one box that checked yes instead of no. And I didn't even get to the box. I was looking through the other ones, and he pointed it out. And he goes, this right here, all this means it's got an aftermarket exhaust. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't even read it. Yeah. Like, like he he circumvented my brain. So like so I'm like, all right, cool, because I I knew it had an aftermarket exhaust because it had this huge exhaust mm-hmm. tip on mm-hmm. it, and it was like, and I was I was like I, I already said I was gonna buy it, right? You know. But what it said on the line was not legal for highway use, and it's like. You read that after the fact. I read it like like a year after yeah, the fact. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. When you're having issues, you read it. Yeah, I read it a year after the fact. And I only read it when um so when the when you delete an exhaust, you void all warranties, right? And so when I was sitting down with the salesman, I said, I need to make sure I get a warranty on this because I don't know jack all about diesels. Yep. And I said, I know what I do know is they're expensive as fuck to fix. So I want the most expensive warranty I can get to cover me the longest. So I got a three year, like 75,000 mile warranty on it. And it was like, it was like three grand. Um, but I didn't care because it was a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Right. So they sold me this warranty, but the warranty was fucking void. It was mm-hmm. void because it was deleted because of the thing that said, oh yeah, that right there just means it's got an aftermarket exhaust. So when I walked out of there, I had an extra $3,000 warranty that was no good. Um, so I started having a transmission issue about a year in with this truck. And um, I took it to a mechanic that specializes in diesels. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll look at this. And I'm like, well, it's got a warranty. You know, can you do you do warranty work? He's like, yeah. He goes, but you, no warranty is going to touch this fucking truck. I'm like, why? And he goes, well, because it's deleted. I go, what do you mean? He goes, it's deleted. 
And I go, and I didn't even know what that fucking meant at the time. Mm-hmm. And he goes, all the fucking sensors and everything's taken off of this exhaust system. And so it's, they'll never touch it. He goes, they'll, they'll look at that one. They said, they'll send a guy down here to look at it and say, nope. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Well, now it's a year later. I go back to the dealership that I bought it from, from a, in a little town not very far from here. Yep. Starts with an R. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting a little hot over here thinking about it. The dealer started with a K, right? Yeah, it okay, did I actually yeah, start with a K. Okay, yeah. Town with an R with a dealer with a K. I don't know how many people listen to this, but it's, we're, we're connecting some dots here, people. Um, so I go back to him. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And they're like, well, you signed it. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I didn't fucking sign that there was something fucking illegal on here. And they go, yeah, you did. It's right here. And I looked at it, and I flashed back. I flashed <laughs> right back to that moment where that motherfucker points at this line and goes, oh, that just means this. That just means it's got an aftermarket exhaust. You don't got to worry about that. That's, that, was, that was his fucking energy that he put out there, and I believed him. I fucking believed him. And so, oh, I was fucking hot. So I call him. I'm like, this is bullshit. I'm like, this is fucking fraud. Plus they sold you, yeah, the warranty. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, you guys fucking sold me an aftermarket warranty that's fucking void the day I walked out the fucking door. And you sold me this fucking truck with, now it's got a fucked up tranny. I'm like, what the fuck? And the lady's like, well, what do you want us to do? I'm like, I want you to take this fucking truck back. We're not doing that. No way. I said, what do you want us to do? I'm like, well, then fix it. We don't have the, we don't have the mechanics here to fix it. And it's like, well, what the fuck? And so I, I talked to a lawyer, and he's like, he's like, unfortunately, in the state of Wisconsin, he goes, if you sign that piece of paper, that's it. He goes, the only thing you can do is try to recoup your aftermarket warranty. And, and he's like, and they're probably not going to give you the whole thing. He's like, they're going to give you a prorated version of it because mm-hmm. it's so many months after you bought it. And I was like, there's, there's no fucking way, right? And so I was like, call them up. And this lady was like, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was your name again? And I'm like, don't fucking do that. Like, we've been talking for weeks, you know. And she was so sweet when I bought it. She mm-hmm. was so fucking nice to me, the, the owner. And so she's like, oh, we'll take care of you. Don't worry. We'll take care of you. And she's like, I'll send in the information right now. We'll get that warranty paid back to you. And like three, four fucking weeks later, I called her again. I'm like, is that warranty information done? You owe me money. You know, I got to get this thing fixed. And they're like, well, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got to, I'll send that out today. So four weeks went by of a prorated fucking thing. So that's less money they're going to have to give me back, right? Took three months before, before the proration stopped and I got my money back. And it was like, what a fucking joke. The money I spent having the guys at this diesel mechanic shop because it's fucking expensive, go through it. Yep. Just to diagnose it yep. costs more than what they gave me back. The diagnostic costs more than what they gave me back. And so, dude, I went on their fucking website and Good. the reviews. I fucking laid into them. I hope them. it's still there. I fucking hope so, too. I haven't looked back in a little while, but, oh, I fucking laid into them hard. I was so hot. It's like, I I will never go to that dealership. Yeah, I hope nobody fucking goes to that dealership. Them fuckers can go bankrupt for all I can care. 
It's just they just <laughs> it was it was just so slimy. Yeah. You know, it's like we're a hometown dealership, you know, small town, we take care of people, all this shit. And it's just like, you know, I understand it would have cost them some money, but the fucking goodwill, I'd have bought every fucking truck I buy from them if they would have taken care of me on that truck. If they would have went, yeah, we really fucked up here. You know, we understand. We'll take care of it for you. I'd have bought, I'd have gone back there every single mm-hmm. time, every time. And it was just like, everybody I tell, don't fucking go to that place, you know? And it's just like, ah, drives me fucking crazy. People like yeah, that. Yeah, I get angry every time you tell me this story. Yeah, just. Whoa. If you're not angry listening to this, <laughs> you have no soul. <laughs> Makes my fucking blood boil, man. It really does. And it's, it's an old one, too. I mean, it's been it's shit. It's been a couple of years. It's been like, yeah, I bought that in 2018. Yeah. Yeah, 2018 I bought that truck. And it's like, God. Yeah, so I ended up taking it to another dealer, and then they drove it, and they're like, yeah, you got a little thing going on in the transmission. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, so I, I lost five grand on that truck when I traded it in on the truck I got now. Yeah. So word to the wise, word to the, to the people listening. You go to a dealership. Don't fucking trust anybody unless they're your family. Even That's then, it. even then, if they're a car salesman, and this is like, I know some car salesmen, and they're good people, you know. But it's like when it comes down to your livelihood, and you're making a sale, and the and the owner of the company is backing you up, going do this, and then you got a slimy manager that doesn't fucking know you. Yeah. Then then it's like, well, I think with used cars like that, it's just take it off site to another mechanic and get a fucking pre purchase inspection. Yeah. No shit. Like spend two hundred dollars or whatever it is for someone to look at it. It's worth who's it. not part of the dealer or yeah. part of you know wherever you're buying it. At least you have the information then. Yeah, it's full on worth it to have somebody look at it. Because I bet I bet five minutes in they could have told you this has a deleted exhaust. Oh yeah, they if could, someone else looked at it, they would look at it and be like, "This is fucking it." They say, "Just so you know, yeah, like nobody's gonna work on this." It looks like a great truck, but FYI, it's unwarrantable. That's un- even a un- thing. Unwarrantable. Unwarrantable. Warrantable. Warrantable. Do you got to uh, take a leak? I, I'm, okay, I'm, you're I'm fidgety. Let's go. I, I'm trying to wrap this. I'm fidgeting I'm in my sorry. chair. No, it's no, it's not you, man. I got a, I got a piss, but it's a good convo. So I'm like, I, I can move around and hang. You know, it's like that little kid. It's like uh, you're playing a game of basketball or something, and you don't want to quit playing, but you got to pee really bad, so you like move around a lot. You know, because like <laughs> you dance a little bit. That's where I'm at. I'm in a good convo, so I don't want to end it, but I got a piece. So That's how I was last go. night. Were you? Waiting for my name to be drawn. Oh, fucking. But man. I had to pee. We'll talk about that next. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy white underwear. I don't buy white undershirts. I don't buy white fucking anything because I know I'm going to make it fucking gross. I have to have white undershirts. Really? Why? Like, fucking put them under dress shirts and shit like that. Can't you have, like, a gray? <laughs> Not if you have a white shirt on, like a white button-up. Okay, that's fair. If you got a white button-up shirt, then you got to have a white undershirt because you could see it. Yeah. But what the fuck is that thing? Because then it's like you look at somebody and you see their white undershirt, and it's like, I never got that. I never really understood, like, like uh, why make the shirt so fucking thin that you can see through it anyway? Yeah, that's valid. Um, I don't know. You know, it's an odd thing to me. It's like, Comfort, I know, cause you know, I don't know in, in women's fashion, it's, it's like a thing like the, you can, there's like a sheer or whatever you can see through it. 
And it's like, then, then they wear like a white tank top or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. But it's like with men's dress shirts, why do they, why make them so thin that you can see through them? So then it's like, you can't wear just like it, the undershirt used to be to protect people from pitting out because it had sleeves on it, you know? So it's like, if you sweated, it didn't sweat through two oh, shirts, sure, you know? But it's like, <clears throat> now it's like a tank top. Well, it's like if you're walking around and you can see the tank top underneath the shirt, I think it's a weird look. Yeah. Yeah, see, I wear T-shirts underneath. You would like, it's what, the short sleeve? Short sleeve T-shirt, yeah. Yeah. Long sleeve. I, I think that's a, like, that's a better that's, look because then you can't see it, really. Right. You know, it's less obvious. But when I, when I see dudes with a white undershirt or white tank top undershirt under a dress shirt, it's like, what is that? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. get it. I don't, I don't but understand. I do, there's a nice look to like a crisp white fucking dress shirt. Yeah. And it's versatile, man. Put on a blue sports coat. Boom. Count it. Put on a black tie. <laughs> Swish. Put on the black tie and the black coat. Boom. Count it. It's a good look. I've never had a white dress shirt. Never. I have two. I, maybe I should get one. Maybe I should get a white dress shirt. Check it out. Those are my, I have two. And in fact, those... If I have to wear nice clothes, like dress clothes, the two looks I prefer the most are with a white dress shirt. I have the semi-casual, which is khaki pants, white shirt, no tie, blue blazer. Okay. looks I like it. And then I have just the simple black and white, black tie, maybe a splash of color on the tie, black jacket, black pants. Okay. White shirt. Do you do like black back black shoes, brown yep. shoes, yep. all that stuff? Let's see. Black shoes with black, brown with brown. Although yep. I need both new ones. They've been pretty old. It's uh, uh socks to match as well. Or I use the socks as my flare. I've got some club socks that are pretty colorful. See, I don't I don't have that in my repertoire. I guess yeah, like, but you don't need it. I I know, but it's a good look. Like like there's times when I like I want to look sharp, like if you go to a wedding or something yeah. like that, you know. But it's like uh it's like, yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's like, first off, where do you get your shirts from? Uh, typically, uh, what's the outlet in the Dells? Van Heusen. Okay. So if I buy a shirt from Van Heusen, I can't tuck it in. So oh, it's too, too short. short. Like all fucking dress shirts are too short. I can't tuck them in. Or I'll be able to tuck in the front and the back, but not the sides. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, or like, and there's nothing I fucking hate more. And when I got, I'm walking around and I got a half a shirt untucked. Yeah, for sure. It's the most annoying feeling. And so it's like, <clears throat> if I raise my arm. Everything a, pulls. Everything pulls. Everything does. And so it's like, it's so hard for me to find a shirt that I really like that fits, that like is long enough. Just go to Kohl's and try them all on. I have, dude. And it's Nothing? Just, it, no, it's like, I've like, so I've gone to Madison a couple times. There's a store called Jazzman. Okay. Um, and I've found a couple shirts there that fit me, but they're like $270 a piece, Yeah, you know? And it's like, it's just super fucking expensive. So it's like, I guess what I need to do is I, my body type's been about the same for probably the last four years, I'd say. Like I haven't fluctuated too mm-hmm. much. So I probably could pull off like saying maybe for the next four or five years, I'm probably going to have a very similar body type. So I could go to Madison and get fitted for a shirt, right. and, and I'd have to drop some money, but at least I'd have something that looks sharp. Because, yeah. like, 
because I'm tall. Yeah. It's like I can get a blazer that kind of fits, yeah. you know, but it doesn't fit fit, you know, and it's like there's something to when you want to look good that it fits, yeah. you know. That's like the, the kids say nice fit. You know that? It's a new thing. I, I don't think even know. told me this it's one. It's probably not new anymore. It's probably old as fuck. I probably ruined it for him when I talked about <laughs> it the first time. Oh, that fucking old dude's talking about it again. But yeah, I actually to to be honest, I haven't heard any of my kids say fit in a while. So Yeah, you totally ruined it. I fucking totally <laughs> ruined it. I ruined it for all of them. So anyhow. Whoops. Yeah, what that's actually was, you know, I don't feel bad about it. No, that. it was intentional. You know, they got uh I was talking to Gavin the other day. Um so Stephanie took him out to uh LA with her a little while back and and uh um they went to the store. Um, they went to this bougie neighborhood. Um, I'm trying to think where it was. I don't know what the fuck that was, bro. Oh, fuck. Whoops. Beverly Hills or something. Um, and uh, there was all these stores that, first off, you can you, you get patted down by security before you go in the store. Okay. And when you go in, you're not allowed to touch anything. You can't try the clothes on. Okay. So you walk around and there's cameras everywhere and and all the like it's like a fucking four hundred dollar t shirt and shit like really expensive fucking clothes. But you can't try it on. Can't try it on to see if it fits. So they're looking at these hoodies and the they found a hoodie is like a hundred hundred some dollars, whatever. But it's a white hoodie and it said golf. G-O-L-F, across the front. Um, and it was, like, multicolored, kind of look. It looked like um, like a, a, like Super Mario World, you know, they do the okay. letter. It looked, that's what the letters looked like, was like that. Um, and I'm like, fuck's that mean? It's like, it's just, it's golf. I'm like, yeah, but you don't like golf. He's like, but it's not like golf golf. I'm like, well, what is it? says golf and he's like i know but you don't get it it's like you're right i don't but so like all the trends start out there yeah on the west coast and then the east coast and so we we were talking one night about how like when i was a kid it would take like a year for the trends from the west coast and east coast to make it to the to the midwest or the center of the united states you know somebody would go out there on vacation with their family who was like fucking super rich or whatever. And then they would come back with something fucking edgy mm-hmm. and everybody, when they, when they'd wear it to school, they'd be made fun of, you know, because they were like the only one wearing this weird shit, you know? And it was just, it took someone with a lot of fucking perseverance to get through like being, being the loner, you know, to, to, to exercise this fad that's coming in. And so like, Inevitably, that person would stop dressing like that because they took too much shit for it, and then and then like six months later, yeah, everybody was like dressing that. like yeah. that, you know. And 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 nowadays with this with the socials and all that shit, it's just super accelerated, you know. But it's still the same. Like the 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 trends are out there, you know. But it's like first off, they're very expensive generally, so it's it's like the everyday people have a hard time. Mm-hmm getting into that trend but it's like uh um but through 
Instagram and Twitter, not Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat and all that, like the influencers are showing off these new trends and they just hit here faster, you know? And it's like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, because if you think about like the affluence coming from those areas, it puts a lot of pressure on kids that don't have that same, uh, um, uh, what am I looking for? Uh, ability right. to, 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 Oh, to fuck. change their wardrobe in a well, yeah, to change your wardrobe. There's a word I'm looking for that I can't fucking find. Do we have our fucking bill button set up yet? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a start. How do we? Can we do it? We live? can. Uh, no. Oh, because I got to hook my computer up to. Oh fuck, can't do. But it. we. That'd be okay. Fun. The bill button though, it can't just be us saying it because we're already here. It needs to be in some different like. There's a, okay, for you listeners, if I hit a button, you need to know I'm hitting a button. It, it can't just be us going, fucking Bill. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I can just say that. It needs to be, yeah, it needs to be unique. I'm telling you, we need to get like 40 people to say it in unison. Okay. To the three people listening, here's what we need you to do. What, what, what do we need What do we need the button to say? Where the fuck uh, is Bill? Yeah. Where the fuck is Bill? Okay. If you're listening right now. I need you to go to your computer or your phone, record a voice message saying, where the fuck is Bill? And email it to us. So it's got to be that cadence. Where the fuck is Bill? No, I can. I will individually take everyone and try and sync them up as best as possible. Okay. So your voice might get faster or slower depending on how you say it. Oh, okay. So which, You're so fucking good at this. But the cadence, if you could do it, the cadence would be, where the fuck is Bill? Where the fuck is Bill? Where the fuck is Bill? Right, where the fuck is Bill? Where the fuck is Bill? Fucking Bill. No, don't change it. Where the fuck is Bill? <laughs> we, maybe we need two of them. <laughs> where the fuck is Bill? Sponsor uh, us, Bill. That's right, yeah. Sponsor. Sax hasn't sent us shit, so we need some. God damn it, I have to order my own sax. Yeah. No, but seriously. Yeah. If you want to be on the button, where the fuck is Bill? Emailed to kyle.ike.conversation at gmail. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. How many people? Just you. Just me. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the only one that emails this in. I mean, how many people are going to? Actually email it? Yeah. Like, it's a challenge, right? So, but we've done challenges before. No one does it. This is nope. a serious one. Yeah, nobody well, does it. Bill's the only one that's ever fucking done, and he raised his hand that one time. <laughs> so Bill's going to email it, but he's going to be in some his Scottish voice or that something. That would be sweet. That would be so fucking awesome. Dylan, my brother-in-law, he's going to do it. Yeah, we need... Okay, Michael Zoper, need you to do it. He's been listening. Yeah. Yeah, so he... Sam, I know you listen. I don't know why, but you listen, so <laughs> fucking do it. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, we need we need everybody to do this. We need everybody. Yeah. And this is going to happen quick. So fucking the week you listen to this, send it in. Do it. Yeah, we need it done. Because next time we record, we want to where the fuck is Bill button. Yep. Yep. You're going to pull where the fuck is Bill from. Are we going to be on it too? Or are we going to, we need everybody else. We can be on it, man. I, I mean, know. we've said it 24 times today. Yeah, so you can just pull it from this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With your mad polling skills. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out right. <laughs> dude i got so many fucking pulling skills i've been working Mad on these skills. skills so talking about pulling uh 
my name didn't get pulled last night to this mm. thing you invited me to. I'm pretty upset about it. Your name also didn't get pulled. Telling me, man. You dropped serious coin on it, too. Shh, don't tell anybody. $3. (laughs) So it was the first time. So uh, Kyle and I, last night, so it was a gun raffle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Never been to a gun raffle before. Um, There's a local North Freedom Fire Department gun raffle. Happens every year here in the area. and Supports the fire department and their purchase needs. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome thing. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like we've talked about it many times. Our public services generally don't have enough funds to do everything they need to do to do their job really well. So we have a local um, uh, clothing embroiderer, screen printer uh, shop out of North Freedom. called. It's called Style and Stitches now. It used to be called Golden Needle. Really, really great people. They do a fantastic job out there. Um, so Kyle and I both support them and their business. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yes, we do. Um and so uh, every year when I'm out there this time of year, she's got the the North Freedom Gun Raffle ticket booklet. Yeah, so they know. do because they do two different raffles. Well, more than that. Well, yeah, yeah, but they do one where they sell tickets and you don't have to be present, right? And that gets you in a drawing for one of twenty five of these guns. Yep. And then if you're actually at the event, you can also buy additional tickets for separate raffles for separate firearms or 50-50s and things like that. Right. Well, and the impetus, like, so you got 25 rifles, and they're all, like, hunting rifles. Yeah. Um, they're uh, of, uh, three different, three rifles of, of how many calibers? How many is that? There was. Well, there's there's a math here. What's 25 divided by three? It doesn't add up. It would be eight and a third. Oh, because there was that one 300 win mag. Yeah, there was that one separate one. Yeah. So roughly there's. Yeah. There's, there's two or three guns of separate calibers. Yeah. Um, well, there was, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, were, there was many different calibers though. There was that three. There was that three hundred Weatherby. Yeah. I saw two twenty three. Two twenty three. Two forty three. Two forty three. Three oh eight. Wait, twenty five out six. Twenty out. Okay, twenty five out six. Three oh eight. Three oh eight. Seven out eight. Seven mm oh eight. Yep. I saw seven rem mag. Seven mm. Two seventy. Two seventy. Two forty Weatherby. Two forty Weatherby. That's eight. That's nine, right that's there. That's nine. I feel like there's another one. It was a six point five. Oh, six five Creedmoor. Yeah, that's ten. So there was a lot of different calibers. If you're present and they draw your name, then you get to choose your gun right there. What caliber you want? So if you if you care about the caliber of gun you're going to win, then you want to be there, mm-hmm. right? So I'd never gone just because I was like generally. Don't, it's like it's not something I put on my calendar. I didn't yeah. really care if I was there. But you've bought tickets in the but past. But I bought tickets yeah. in the past. Um, and it's like I always just look at the website to see if my name's on there. And yeah. guess what? It never fucking is. Ever. Ever. Don't worry. I've never won. There's a thousand Either. tickets sold. I usually buy five. So we did the math on this last night and we were completely wrong. So I don't. <laughs> I can't tell you what the we odds tried are. The we, odds. we tried to create the odds in our head. That we suck at this. So that didn't work. You know... Who might be good at this? Bill. Fucking Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm like, fuck it. I want to go. Yeah, you know? for sure. So then, now don't 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 be upset about this. Uh-oh. I'm going to drop some truth here. So because the guy I am, about three weeks ago, I asked my wife, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to this thing on this night. 
do you want to go with me? You were my first call, but I, I had to ask her first. Oh, for sure. You know, <laughs> because like she knows people in North Freedom and she has a business yep. over there. And so it was like, I figured she would know some people there and she might enjoy going. So I wanted to ask her, but, but, and she's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, well, you should decide because I want to ask Kyle <laughs> if he wants to go with me and I don't want to spring it on him last minute. So she's like, yeah, I think I want to go. I'm like, all right, cool. So then, like, <laughs> I was gonna say, you didn't give me three weeks notice. <laughs> give you fucking shit for notice because gave she's me like, three days. She's, she's like two days before the before this event. She's like, so this this thing in North Freedom. I'm like, yeah. She goes, oh, maybe you should see if Kyle wants to go. I'm like, fuck. I'm like what? What is that? I'm like, I gave you three weeks so I could figure this out. I'm like, all right. So I called you, and you were like, yeah, dude. And I was so pumped. I I was afraid you were gonna be busy. So I was like, I was super excited that you came. Yeah. So, so I've purchased, I mean, there's, this might be odd for someone to hear, but there's so many like charity gun raffles in Wisconsin. There's a ton. Buy tickets. They're everywhere. Get yeah. pulled into the drawing, blah, 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 blah. I used to go to, it was called Ducks Unlimited, which was essentially what we just did. Yeah. Where you go to the event and you get your name put in for different guns or buy raffle tickets. I used to do that with my grandpa all the time. Like, all my cousins would go. I, I've bought tickets for, you know, the raffles, 20 bucks a pop or mm-hmm. 5 bucks a pop, or you buy 6 for 20 or whatever. I've never won a gun. Never. Never. And I've I've been doing this for, since I was 12 with my grandpa, we used to go to these things, like, annually. And I've never won a gun, but my cousins would always win guns and shit like that, and I've never have. So I, I might have jinxed us by prefacing that with you. Nah. It's so I also never win any anything ever. And so I always go in with the mindset that I'm not gonna win. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just like I'm gonna have fun regardless because I know I'm not gonna win. Yeah. You know, and it's like I'm here to I'm here to support this the yeah. the the whatever charity it is. I'm here to have some fun. This is like some people go to the casino and yeah. blow a bunch of money. It's like this is this is what I'm gonna do right now. And so I always go in with the mindset that's like, it doesn't matter if I win. If I win, it's going to be fucking cool, but I'm probably not. Like, I'm just not. I, like, I'm not that lucky of a guy. Just just not. So you and I were in the same boat walking through the doors. It was, it was like, a good deal. We was, did a little pregame. Yeah, yeah. We had a beer at the Al Ringling Brewing Company. I'd never been there before, so. Yeah, which is an odd little thing. They're going through a little bit of turmoil right now. And so the lady told me, because I was looking at their beer list and I asked for a couple beers. And she's like, yeah, we're pretty low because we're in between brewmasters. Mm-hmm. So it's rough for a brewing company to not have, to their standards. Not have a brewmaster. Yeah. I mean, let alone their standards, but it's like, who the fuck is going to brew your beer and you're a brewing company? Yeah. And so it's like, uh. I did find out something interesting, though about our little town of Baraboo is that we're expanding. It's growing, right? So we got a hotel going in across from Driftless Glen. That's a that's that many more you know right there on the river? No, I didn't know that. Or no, no, sorry, not hotel, apartment building. Yes. Okay. Apartment yeah. building, yeah. Apartment building going in over there. Um I don't know why I said hotel. So that's uh <clears throat> maybe there's like seventy apartments there. Mm-hmm. So that's seventy new residences right and then um there's some new apartment buildings going out on the edge of town going towards portage on 33 yep 
Um, and those are going to be apartment buildings and single-family homes out there. Okay. So that's expanding. And so Baraboo's growing, and as it grows, because this is the great state of Wisconsin, and the number one thing that happens when a city grows is they get more bars, liquor licenses. <laughs> yeah, you got to have more liquor licenses to, to feed the masses. So, Dude, Leland has two bars. I know. To feed that town. <clears throat> well, it's probably like a minimum. <laughs> Wisconsin's got a minimum amount of liquor licenses. No, Denzer only has one. Well, maybe, maybe like there's not enough people in Denzer. Is Denzer? I wonder if there's more in Denzer or Leland. Probably Leland, actually. Probably Leland. I think Denzer's just the intersection. Yeah, I think Denzer's <laughs> just the intersection. Because I think there's. I'm sure, like, maybe they they've still have the opportunity to open another one, but they wouldn't be able to stay in business. There's probably another one somebody owns. They just, yeah. you know, it's out of their basement. Yep, out of their garage. <laughs> going, we're going to Jimmy's garage. It's got a liquor license over there. <laughs> it's like the, the health and safety inspector hasn't been there in 27 years, but it stands So Barry was getting more, though. Yeah, Barry was getting more liquor licenses. So that means there's going to be more opportunities for people to get the drink on. In Baraboo, which, I don't know, man. Do we really fucking need more options to drink? Well, I feel like the options in Baraboo to drink have turned more into the the, own, the the breweries and not like just a normal bar where you can get a Bud Light or a... But the, all those Bud Light bars are still there. For sure. But microbrews have turned into such a huge thing. Right. There's literally like, isn't there a tour in Wisconsin where you just take this road and you go to all these little towns and... At all these micro brews. There's a tour in, in Sock County. Yeah. There's the like they do microbrew tours, distillery tours, winery tours. You're you're right. The the more um uh uh specific what word am I looking for? Niche. The yeah. more niche market is getting more of the liquor licenses for microbreweries. The artisan beers yeah. and shit like that. And wines and yeah. and distilleries, which so yeah, honestly what, I'm what, grateful for. What have we gotten? We've got Al Ringling, Tumbled Rock. Yep. Got the distillery. Yep. The Driftless Glen. We got the winery. Balanced Rock Winery. Do they, brew, do they make their own wine? Yep. Okay. And then you got Von Klaus Winery downtown. Okay. I don't know that one. Yeah. So they've got a, a place downtown. Um, and then is there another brewery that came in too? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just Tumbled Rock, Al Ringling of the two brewing companies. Okay, I think. And then Balanced Rock Winery, yep. Von Klaus Winery, Driftless Glen Distillery. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's it for the spirits. Okay, but then. Like, if you looked at all the bars, like, there's so many fucking bars. Yeah, I mean. Just downtown just alone. Just downtown. You got Nate, is it Nate's? Yep. You got Poor Richard's. Yep. Brothers. Yep. BBC. Yep. Um, wine bar. The wine bar. You got uh, Square Tavern. Yep. Downtowner. Yep. Um, Zach's. Yep. Uh, is Zach's still open? I think so. Because Zach's owns tumbled doesn't he or no he bought no. he bought the north shore but then closed it that's what it was yeah no yeah he doesn't okay. yeah. yeah um you can other places you can drink that might be all i mean that's a lot though that's eight <clears throat> that's eight just bars downtown I mean, within down, two blocks 
three. Four. Four, four block one, radius. Two, one, okay. two, three. Yeah, four block radius downtown. Um, but then you had the brewing company, which is right off of downtown. Mm-hmm. Then you got uh, Little Village Cafe. So that's 10 Can places. Can you drink at Little Village? Oh, yeah. Oh, wine, really? and, wine and beer. I don't know. Actually, they make they have a liquor license, too, because they make margaritas. Okay. So that's 10. Um, where else can you get a beer? Mama Mia's? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you can either. get a beer at Mama Mia's or not. Um, that's probably all. No, there's that bistro place. You can probably drink there, I bet. So probably there's like 11 places downtown that you can drink within a four-block radius. That's like... 11, and there's probably, what, 30 businesses downtown? Oh, there's more than that. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's like... There's five or six on a block on one side. Oh, okay. You know, That's so fair. there's probably like more like 80. Or, nah. Yeah, because they got the up upstairs at the shops. Like above the, 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 the corner drugstore that's not on the corner. That's the <laughs> only one that I, has an upstairs separate business. I know there's like five up there. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never been up there. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I should Get be. to know your community. There's a there's a um a collectibles shop up there. That's something that's so fucking hard to find anymore. It's like sports card collectible shops. I've been below it where uh, with the uh, action figure collectibles. The little toy store. Yeah. Yeah. Is that on the same block? Yeah. It's right to the... It's not below it, though, is it? It's not below it. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, I'm not talking about... But, like, so sports cards, coins, stamps... Yeah, you can't um, find that shit. You can't find that shit anywhere. So, okay, so here's something interesting. Um, Last year, fall of 2020... Um, a a friend of mine put on Facebook <clears throat> that he had inherited a collection of trading cards, um, from his uncle, and uh, he's like, I got a bunch of them here, fucking mountain of cards. I don't want to go through them all. Is anybody interested in buying them? And so, I was like, I'll check them out because I was super into trading cards when I was a kid, and it was like, I went over there and took a look at them, and I'm fucking telling you. I had no idea what I was walking into. These cards filled up the back of my Toyota and the back seat and the passenger seat. So a lot. A lot. Thousands and thousands of fucking cards. And I was like flipping through them quick. And there's some fun, pretty good shit in there, you know? And so I was like, this is, I got all a little jazzed up. I got excited, you know, like I did when I was in like a kid and I was opening up new packs of cards, you know? And so uh, there was a lot of unopened boxes of cards and shit. Mm. I'm like, this is fun. It was fun. So I'm like, well, this will be fun for me. I can hang out in the wintertime and flip through some cards, kill some fucking time. You know, this will be a little nostalgia. I'll do it with my kids. So I bought them. And, uh, and so my son and I, last winter, um, we opened up all these boxes of cards. And, like, fresh boxes in the cellophane still. It was pretty cool. And um, and they still had the bu- the strip of bubble gum. Oh, really? In the cards. Did you try it? Oh, I did. It was a fucking bad idea. God, it was so fucking Just a rock. Gross. No, it was like, it was like, <laughs> it was like, 
it, it was a piece of bubble gum, but as soon as you bit into it, it like turned to dust. <laughs> it was so fucking bad, bro. I thought maybe you could like snap it, yeah, you know, but there was there was zero moisture in it, like absolute. Like it was like negative moisture. There was like less than moisture in there. And so I was like, I was talking to Dylan. I'm like, should we have one? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to do it. And he's like, okay, if you do it, I'll do it. So we open up. I just toss it back and crunch. And I, and I shit you not. It just turned like, it like mixed with my saliva. And disintegrated. It just, it was, it was dust. It was like, Ugh. it was like eating a piece of, of dirt. <laughs> it was so bad. And it tasted like shit too. It was horrible. I, I'm surprised I didn't get sick. But I mean, it, it's, I guess it was sterile. Yeah, you know, ish. So anyway, um, we opened them all up. It was really fun, and we found some good cards. You know, found some like some cool rookie cards and stuff. And you look them up, and it's like, oh, it's worth twenty bucks or forty bucks or ten bucks or whatever. But nowadays, a card isn't worth shit if it's not scored. Mm-hmm. If you don't take it to somebody who's a professional scorer, and they and you pay them to grade your card, and then you put it in a case with their label that says yeah. it's been graded at like a 9 or a 9.5 or yeah. something like that. So, so like, I got a card that's a, um, a Ryan Sandberg some kind of error card. And it's like, on eBay, it's like $250 if it's graded, like a, a 9 or better. So I'm like, okay, what's it worth not graded? It's like 5 bucks. Really? Yeah. And so it's like, well, that's fucking dumb, you know? So I'm start calling around trying to figure out where I can get cards graded. Nowhere here does it. Called the Madison. Nobody in Madison does it. It's like, what do I got to go to Chicago? So there's people in Chicago do it. But they'll charge you up to $50 a card Damn. to grade your card. So you got to have like a really fucking expensive card to make it worth yeah. grading. You know, so it's like even this $250 card, if I grade it, and he says, well, it's like an 8.9, well, if it's less than a 9, then it's worth what I paid to have it graded. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. The fuck am I going to do? How no. could it be a 10? It was brand new in package. It, if it's if it's got any kind of yeah. little, tiny, minutest of blemish on it, hmm. it's a thing. And so I I took some of my cards to this dude up at this card shop and he's like and i'm like hey man like you know checking out his shop and stuff and it's funny because he used to um, i used to work out with him at uh, um ho-chunk casino way back in the day um and he's uh he's i'm like hey i got some cards and he's like he's like well he says i'll look at them he's like but i'm not gonna like hold them for you and look at them and tell you all about them he's like i got too many people asking me to do mm-hmm. that and i'm like it's fine just like just tell me if I got anything that's like even remotely not bullshit, you know? And he, so he pulls them out and I'm kind of excited, right? Mm-hmm. Like here's a pro and I'm like, he's going to look at my cards and it's like, he's going to say, Oh, this one's a good card or something. He just starts fucking whipping through these cards. Now you got nothing here. <laughs> like, fuck. I'm like, really? <laughs> what about this one, man? He's like, he's like, yeah, but like, he goes here, let's just do this. He goes, he pulls it up. He's like, what you got to do is you go to the cheapest place you can find this card, eBay, Amazon, whatever. Find the cheapest fucking card of this card, and that's what your card is worth. Whatever anybody's willing to sell it for right now, that's what your card is worth. And it was like in the book, this card was like a $75 card. 
It was like a Barry Sanders rookie card or something like that. And he's like, that was right here on Amazon. He's to someone selling it for $7.50. And I'm like, yeah, but that fucking dude's desperate. He wants some smack. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's like, he's selling it because he doesn't have any money. He's like, I know. He goes, but that's, that's the problem. He goes, it's only worth what someone's willing to pay mm -hmm. for it. You know, and if someone can get one for seven fifty, it's going to drive the value of this card way down. He's like, he's like, there's these level of, of trading cards now that are like at the pinnacle. Like these, these are the cards that are still going to be worth everything because nobody lets go of them, you know? And he's like, so take this. He says, it's a 1986 Jordan rookie card. And he goes, here's a replica of it. And he shows it to me and he says, it's this card, but it's the real card. And he goes, someone just paid like $1.6 million for one. I'm like, fuck. He goes, yeah, so bring me one of those. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get right on top of that. You know, and so there's like, it, the industry is dying a little yeah. bit, but it's not because there are people out there, like I guess um, he was telling me that this new series of, of like football trading cards that come out, they're making them very limited runs. So these people would go to Target and as soon as they restocked the shelves, they would grab everything. Every 25 boxes of cards, grab them all, and they would take them and buy them for like, because Target has to sell them for retail for like 40 bucks a box or 50 bucks a box. But there's potential for like a $1,000 card in each box. So what these guys do is they go on a YouTube channel and they do unwrappings. Mm -hmm. And so they'll take a pack of cards out and they'll say, okay, here we go. So... Right now, for the next five minutes, whoever's watching right now, you can bid on this pack of cards. Whatever's in it's going to be yours. And so people will bid five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks, thirty bucks on this one pack because there's a potential for this big score. Yeah, it's like gambling. So then he opens it live. Wrapper comes off, and he's like, "Oh, it's a nice silver wrapper." He's like, "I love the way that you know." And they got this uh, way of speaking. And, and describing the cards and, and the players and, like, the wrapping to really drag it out and to amp up the feeling that people get when they're watching makes them more into it. He's like, oh, man, don't you just love the smell of a brand-new crisp pack of cards? And he's, like, slowly for the microphone opening up the cards, flips it over, and he's like, he's like oh, look at this. He's like, here's, you know, Rod Woodson. He's like, this guy... You know, he had a decent career with Packers, and he played well. You know, Rob Woodson was one of my play favorite players back in the day, you know, but he's a defensive back, and he really doesn't – his cards aren't worth that much money. We'll set Rod Woodson over here. So he's taking, like, 30 seconds a card, mm -hmm. and it's like it, it keeps people engaged. And they'll make, like – they'll make $800 on a box of cards See, just we need, by – We need to talk to Logan. We need him on the podcast. Logan does that. Does he really? Yes. I didn't know that. He does the un unboxing and shit. He does YouTube videos with unboxing cards. Mm. Dude. He's all into it. He buys like high end. You He buys these packs that are like hundreds of dollars for a pack and they have one card in it. What? And the card is guaranteed to be a limited run worth X dollars. And it's like one of 50. And they only made, you know, these $200 things that he bought that has one card. They only made a thousand things and there's only 20 of each card in each thing wow and then yeah, he unboxes it on youtube or whatever he's really into that he knows a lot about that shit do we need to have him on here yeah we've been talking about this forever what the fuck is his deal i had uh i had dinner with him a couple weeks ago 
Did you mention it? Yeah. What do you say? He goes, yeah, just let me know. <laughs> oh, brother, you got to make this shit happen. Do I need to call him and say, get down here? Yes. Okay. Call him. All right, I'm going to call him, say we need to do this next week. Yeah, man, he, he'd be a good one. That'd be fucking awesome. I love that dude. Miss him. For sure. Yeah. So I didn't know he did that. Anyway, it's it's a it's a really it's an interesting industry that I had no idea was an industry. Yeah. Until I talked to this guy. And there's a lot of people that spend fucking piles of cash just watching people open shit. You know? And it's like there's so many different ways to spend money now. Yeah. You know, like through the digital formats. Dude, online entertainment is big. It's fucking huge. And I'm not talking like uh, Netflix. I'm talking like Joe Schmo with a camera live streaming. Yeah, there's a. It's. I remember when my son Connor he wanted to be a, a fucking streamer. Yeah, you know, and I'm sorry, Connor. You're gonna listen to us. I owe you an apology. I was not very receptive. I was not very receptive of you being a streamer at the time when you really wanted to be a streamer. Like I was. I don't know what my fucking... Well, first off, I was broke as a fucking joke. So I didn't, like, have a lot of money to spend on streaming equipment. And and honestly, to be 100% honest, I didn't think it was going to be a thing. Yeah. I really thought it was fucking dumb. You know, and it was just like... I'm like, <laughs> I was that dude that was like, these fucking kids think they're going to be superstars, talking into their fucking computer all day long. And I'm like, I, I hated a, that they sat in the room for hours and hours and mm-hmm. really bothered me. It was like I wanted them to be outside doing shit. And it was like, but B, on top of it, it was like, it was like, at the time, we had seven kids in the house. And seven kids times, even, I think at the, I think back then, like, our budget was like $75 a kid for, mm-hmm. for Christmas or something. And the streaming equipment was like 150 you know. And it's like, but it's the only thing he wanted. And I look back, I feel bad. Like, because like, I really didn't give it any credence whatsoever. And so he he wanted his mom got it for him. Of course, okay. she, of course she did. Of course she did. Thank you very much. Do you know how to hook it up? Because I'm pretty sure you're supposed to have a podcast that I've never been given a link to because I couldn't figure out the equipment. <laughs> no, that you know, I think that podcast is just still sitting in a box somewhere <laughs> in there. In there. In there. We got him excited. House. Yeah. We did. We got him excited, and I I don't know if they still listen to her. Well, they do because so Connor's friend Connor. He's the one that wanted to be our guest. Oh, for sure. When, when I was hunting. When we were hunting. Yeah. I was hunting too. Just didn't work out. It was fine. But he he's he's pumped. Like he's like, hey, I'll be in town. If they want to record, I'll be a guest. And it's like, cool. Yeah. I, I'm next time, buddy. Next time, Connor. Just give us a little head headway. Just like, hey, we're coming down or I'm gonna come down. It's like, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking show up. You gotta be here early though. No, I mean, yep. if you're gonna stay out till bar time, you better be prepared. <laughs> Bring the Red Bull or some shit, whatever you guys gotta do. Um so his mom got him the streaming stuff so his mom got him the streaming stuff and uh um and so he was like and and i could hear him in there he's like hey guys no no, no. and he's like and it was call of duty yeah you know and it's like and he was good at it he was really fucking good at call of duty there's a lot of people that were really good at call well, of duty thing. you know and so i was just like like you said i wasn't really supportive of it but it was i was like very realistic in it though too where it's like there's like a fucking 10 million kids out there yep. who want to be Call of Duty superstars. Yeah. You know? And it's like, but to be fair, I really didn't think that the industry of like 
live streaming was going to be so fucking prolific. Yeah, I think it's gotten huge. But at the same time, I think YouTube, Twitch streamers, which is the video game streaming thing, yeah. all that stuff, podcasting, it's like it takes an awful lot to make any money at it, let alone make a living at it. Right. And so you have to enjoy it for sure. Otherwise, if you're trying to do it for views, you're going to get really disappointed when three people tune in to watch you play Call of Duty. Right. Yeah, it's... Well, fuck, even even that poor kid that we were talking to with Lee who wanted to show you his videos. Oh, yeah, I know. Dude, that was cool, though. He like, was, you, Yeah, there's a connection there. That was cool. I'm looking forward to tomorrow to see. Yeah, I am too. I'm hoping he's back, and I think... Uh, yeah. Yeah. He needs a friend. You're the friend now. Uh, people just need someone to give a fuck. Yeah. You know, it's like, especially kids, especially kids that are like struggle, mm-hmm. you know, um, in a lot of different ways. They get struggles. Um, but it's like, uh, I feel like one of the things that that we do and one of the reasons I'm doing this and why I'm here and, and, and I care so much is because... I know what it feels like to like feel like nobody fucking cares, you know, like nobody really gives a shit about like who you are or, or like you to make you feel important to make you feel like you matter, make you feel like something you're doing is special, you know? And so it's like, if, if I can, if I can hang with some kid and invest in something that they're invested in, even if it's I was what I sat with them at the computer for like five minutes, yeah. you know, and asked them some questions. And it was like, like, it feels, I, I know what that feels like. And, and, you know, and it's like, and it's not like, um, it, it's somebody that when somebody who chooses to give up their time for that thing, it, it feels so special, you know, it's like, uh, um, it's almost like validating, like like you're worthy mm-hmm. of like somebody's uh, care, somebody's attention, somebody's uh, uh, um, energy, and it's a uh, it's a pretty special feeling. So, so like to be able to like share that and give that to to these young men is super awesome. I feel very very lucky to to have the opportunity, and I also looking back at my life, I can look back and say. You know, like uh, I was given a gift of of understanding what it feels like to be in that position, so I could come to be the man I am today to be able to relate to yeah. these young men. So it's 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 pretty cool. It's good shit. For shizzle, <laughs> for shizzle, my grizzle. <laughs> I think it's nizzle, isn't it? <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> gotta be careful, bro. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you don't know? No. Oh. It's that word we can't say. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck. Okay, never mind. <laughs> There's a comedian. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's just like, he's a he's a white guy. I was listening, watching him the other night. I only watched like half an hour, but he's pretty funny. So he's a white guy who's married to an African-American woman who's got three African-American kids. And he's like, He's like, you know the word, the word us white people can't say. He's like, man, that fucking word goes flying around my house all fucking day, and I can't say it. 
And he's like, so no, motherfucker, you can't say it. He's like, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you grew up. I don't care. If you look like me, you can't say it. Those are the fucking rules and just understand. And he's he's like, you just don't. He's like, he's like so many times where I was just like, my, "Mm." (laughs) and he's like, you just, those are the fucking rules. And and he's like, there's so many words we can say. Why we got to focus on that one word? (laughs) He's like, so many people get so bad. Why can't we say that word? And he's like, wouldn't it be funny if like all of a sudden all the African-American people in the world be like, all right, it's cool. You guys can say it now. And then he's like, so I'm going to walk up to my friend. I'm like, yo, man, we can say the word now. And he's like, really? He was like, yeah, man, we can say it. And he's like, you say it first. <laughs> I'm not, <saying laughs> not going to say it, man. No, don't do it. And, and it's just like, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny. It's just like, I had no idea. Yeah, that's the word, man. I'm not cultured. <laughs> it's Snoop. Yeah, I know. Snoop, he's just got the... Like, I just didn't put two and two together. Wasn't on my mind. <laughs> What's Shizzle is sure. For shizzle, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. I got yeah. you. But is it really saying it? If you say nizzle? See, I, I would argue no. I would say no. But if the implication is there, like if it's implied, then maybe, but... You have people like me who are just ignorant and are like, yeah, it's just the fucking term, man. It, no, Like, I, I didn't put two to two together. <laughs> like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a uh, um, language. I can't even say it now. No, you can't. You can't even say. <laughs> I feel, I don't know. I think, I think you can. I think, well, I don't know. I don't know if you can or not. Fuck political correctness. Yeah, right. I'm going to say it. (laughs) Do it, man. Nozzle. (laughs) That's hilarious. That thing got a nozzle. (laughs) For shizzle my nozzle. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's that's fucking comedy gold right there. The, The environment we live in, though, is so fraught with that now. It's so fraught with not saying the right word that I think I think a lot of people are just fucking tired and not of worrying about saying the wrong fucking thing. I know I am. Well, I just said it five minutes ago, worry-free, because I didn't know what the fuck I was saying. Well, right, but it's like, that's the thing. But now it's I'm like, not going to say it again. But now, okay, so what's going to happen? You're going to get canceled? You know, it's yeah. like, and I don't even like saying canceled because it's such a fucking buzzword, but there's so many things right now between... The LGBTQ community, <clears throat> between different races, there's so many words that you can't say. Yeah. So, and, and it's like, you can't say them because it's insensitive. But it's like, where where do where does the um, where does intent lie in all that? You know, it's like, what's your intent when you say yeah. a word? It's like. We have to, to we have to have intent in the in you have the to have conversation. Intent and you have to have context. Yeah. Like I would hope anyone who just listened to that conversation and I said nizzle. Yeah. Like, did you hear the conversation? Like, there's no malice there. There's no fucking malintent. There was it's just I don't I don't even know what it meant. It was just the slang term when growing up. Like that was what was said growing up. I know. Everybody said it. Yeah, for sure. Like because for shizzle. Yeah, for shizzle. <laughs> And we're not talking about the other N word. We're talking about the the nizzle word. Yeah. Yeah. The nozzle. The nozzle. Yeah, we're talking about the nozzle. But it's like, it's uh, uh, the intent 
behind our conversations, there has to be some value in that. Yeah. There has to be. You know, it's like, um, like we, we've talked about it before with uh, they, them, there. You know, it's like, if that's not part of your normal vocabulary or your normal process, like in, in conversation for 99.9% of your day, of every day, then like, how are, how are you expected to all of a sudden be able to pull that out of your hat at the perfect time every single time? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you know, it's like, as long as there's like an understanding and some, and some compassion for somebody who's like trying to just have a conversation right. with, with no malice, with no ill intent. But I think we're in a superheated environment where it's like, you gotta, you know, it's like, you should know better. You know, you should know better, Kyle. You know, what, what but, was the thing? Oh, it was this individual who was essentially trying to, I'm sure, get views, but it's a transgender, and I'm going to mess this up because I don't know, woman, meaning yeah, man who is a woman now. Yep. Um, it was at, they were at Sonic or some restaurant, and the manager was out there, and, and she was like, what do, what do you think I am? He goes, I'm not supposed to assume, so why don't you tell me? She goes, I want you to tell me what you think by my appearance. He's like, I think you're a man. She goes, why would you think that? He goes, because you told me to tell you what I think. Why don't you tell yeah. me what you want to be called if that's a thing? Yeah. And it was, you know, I think there is there is a, a, an element of people. I think it's a small element, but I think there's an element of people trying to trap people into that false sense of like uh, – like, uh, um, of being the bad guy. Yeah. You know, like they're trying to get people cause it makes them feel good. It gives them some power. You know, it's like they have control over that. And right now in our superheated environment, if you're in that position, then you have some, some sense of power, you know? And it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a twisted kind of fucking thing because you're a person like that is using their identity and their minority identity as a sense of control over other people, you know, because they can control how they address them. They can control, mm-hmm. you know, um, what they, how they speak to them. And, and it's like, even if somebody's doing their best to speak to them in the way that they think they'd like to be spoken to, they still have the power to say, no, you're wrong because it's such a hot button issue right, right. now, you know? And it's like, it, when, when, a, when a situation gets to that point, then then it it almost it it, de, it it unvalidates the point. It makes it like a get a, a gotcha phrase right. and it pisses people off. So then all of a sudden it loses power because they're abusing the power. Yeah, you know, and that's and I think that's where we're at. Where a lot of people in and not just that situation are getting really fucking tired of people using those those kind of situations as as a way to, to have a little bit of power. So they're just saying fuck it. There are people saying fuck it to everything, and they're throwing sensitivity to the wind, which is like we both had a moment there. I have to delete that or nope. not. Um, you know, so it's it makes it tough. It makes it tough when when you got uh, bad actors using using sensitive things to 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 gain power and control over things, because then it it takes people off their you know, like they. I think generally people are good. Like they want to fucking treat right. people like they want to be treated. And They're not intentionally trying to fucking piss you off or miss 
gender you or whatever. They're just. No, they're just fucking, they're just people. Yeah. You know, they're just like, yeah, it's a, um, it's a tricky, tricky environment. Hey. Hi. Uh, how you doing? Good. You ready to wrap this bad boy up? Ooh, I don't know. Are we? Oh, I don't know. I just couldn't tell, but. No. Do you got to pee again? Nope. Okay. No, I just had a thought. I'm oh, yeah. I shared a thought. Yeah, let's go. No, why are you trying to mis- misrepresent what <laughs> I Kyle? I'm, I'm mad at you. Um, no, so so last episode, we talked a little bit about a little hot button Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Oh, yeah. um, and I was just listening to- a couple to, weeks ago, by the way. I know. I was just re-listening. I wasn't re-listening to it. I listened to it for the first time just a few days ago. And we were talking about whether or not there was going to be an uprising. Yeah. Riots and, and, and that kind of protests and shit like that. And there's been nothing. Like, I haven't seen much of anything. Um, so there was, there was something in Kenosha that was really clean and legit. Like, people voiced their disapproval. Yeah. Um, there was stuff in New York and Seattle that got violent. There was? Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. But see, those are the only two. See, like it was, it was really secluded to w- just those. Were two. those in New York and Seattle? They were directly related to the Rittenhouse yeah, trial. Yeah. Really? What the fuck do they? Well, that's what I mean. They're 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 two. You know, Wisconsin's pretty centrally located in the U.S. So yeah. you have the two outside. I guess New York's not on the coast, but. Well, yeah, it is. Oh yeah, I guess Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This. Yeah. So you have two completely opposite sides, but they're. I mean, in general sense, they're very liberal leaning yeah. cities. Yeah. So yes, there was uh, Kenosha. I think had a little protest. Everything was solid though. Just like a demonstration. A little demonstration yeah. of we yeah. think this was the wrong verdict. Um, Portland or Seattle, and then not Portland, Seattle, and uh, and New York had some. Some protests that got a little violent. Interesting. I but it wasn't, it wasn't A, covered as much as I thought, and it wasn't uh, nearly as bad as I hypothesized. And in also in, in, uh, in relations to last time, the Georgia case, Ahmaud Arbery, went as expected. Yeah, it did. That fucking guy... Also, there was a case that was not covered of um, an African-American gentleman who got, uh, he was charged with murder, whatnot. And I don't know the details of this case, but he also got um, self-defense in his favor and was let go. Or was, what's the word when you're... Acquitted? He was also acquitted. Okay. That got zero coverage. Hmm. But he was a minority guy. Yeah, so I see. I, I'm just doing Bill's job here, real quick. So I where see, the fuck is Bill? Where the fuck is Bill? That's the button, people. There was a um, a, uh, a Boston protest. Um, it draws a smattering of people. Um, and I'm just gonna. I'm just pulling up a few. Uh, New York. Okay, Rittenhouse verdict sees protests in Kenosha, New York, and Portland. Yeah. Crowds protest. Okay, Portland, not Seattle. Yeah, it's Portland. Um, okay, so I I didn't realize this, and honestly, it kind I felt like it just kind of went away. I think so too, because the, well, I, I shouldn't say that. Um, 
I think you got a lot of the the call outs from people who should just be keeping their mouth shut because I don't care about their thoughts, i.e. celebrities. <laughs> about yeah stuff. I, I I did hear from your major news anchor voices about the system and blah 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 blah. I saw a couple tweets about the system being racist and how we let white people go free. But then I saw a lot of misinformation, like white guy kills three black guys and gets away with it in Wisconsin. It's like, that's not even so accurate in the case. I think that, so I, I've heard that there are um, places that call them troll farms where there are people that will release information through these what appear to be a legit news source um, just to fucking stoke the fires of oh, people. Oh, really? Yeah. And so they will um, they will release something like white man kills three <clears throat> black men in Wisconsin and, and gets away with it and racist and all these things. And then someone will just read that right, and get angry. People, yeah. And and so then they'll then they'll tweet about it or they'll tell their friends about it and then they'll get more like we're gonna protest this fucking shit. So then they'll show up and it's just like, What are you protesting? Well, about this fucking white kid who killed these three black guys and it's like and it's like, Whoa, 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 hang on. Is that what happened? You know? But but it, it's like there's no nuance anymore. That's no. fucking dead. Um but that these troll farms, they just pump out information and skew the facts enough to get people pissed. And, yeah. it, and it's a continuous fucking cycle. There was this um, stat that was like, it was a weird one. It was like, uh, there were 20 Christian single sites. On okay. this, on this night, there's this, this company that, that figured out that 19 out of 20 of them were, were run by uh, troll farms and bots. Really? They weren't even real fucking people. But they, but they would like... Um, they would push a lot of propaganda and shit through these sites and they would communicate with people who were looking to talk to people cause they're lonely and they would, you take that emotional void and fill it full of bullshit mm. to get them upset. Um, the, the disinformation campaign that goes on in this country is unfucking fathomable. So what I can't ever remember and bill where the fuck are you? What's the difference between misinformation and disinformation? Well, that's a fucking good question. Because there's a difference. Let's 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 see. Hey Siri, what's the difference between misinformation and disinformation? Okay, so misinformation is just um, it's like it is wrong. Someone telling a story that that they don't know is wrong. So we give a lot of misinformation. <laughs> we give a lot of misinformation. Yes, and disinformation is purposely trying to deceive. Yeah. So okay. so the the disinformation like the like the graph about the gas prices. Did you see this graph? No, I didn't see this graph. <laughs> what is it? Oh, I forgot what organization put out this graph. So this graph about gas prices and how we should all be happy. I think this happened over Thanksgiving or right after. And uh, it's like gas went down four cents in this graph. But the graph spanned like three or four days. And if you look at the graph over 10 months, it's just a big up. 
South Park's fucking hill. And oh, so they literally really? showed the last four days of this 18-month graph where the gas oh prices went down relative to where they were four days ago. That's disinformation. <laughs> I have to find this. It was yeah. so funny. Anyways, yeah, so. Yeah, thanks, Biden. <laughs> it's not even a shot at Biden. It was just hilarious no, that someone thought they needed to make a graph to show that gas is actually cheaper. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's fine. I've been waiting for, I've been, I've been holding on to that thanks, Biden, for a little while. Because every oh, time. Yeah. Every, we talked about that a long time. Yeah, ago. everybody, every time, like, somebody talks about the gas prices, thanks, Biden. Thanks, Biden. Biden. It's like, cause it's like he single-handedly controls all of the oil reserves in the fucking world. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anyways. Anyway. No, I didn't see that. So yeah. So the, the disinformation out there is, is fucking epic, epic proportions of dis- disinformation. And there's, and it, we just said it earlier, we're living a world where people, they, they want to take the easy way. Yeah. You know, they want to like have the information, but not all of it because it takes time. You know, it's like everything we do, and and I, I'm part of it, I get it, is like in every process we have, we're always trying to figure out a way to be more efficient, to make it easier. Sure. And so it's like if if that's our mindset all the time, why wouldn't we grab a big headline and then go talk to our friends about it without reading a 80-page 80 80 article? Yeah. Well, on, but then people, people are they read the headline and then they believe it and then they they go all in on a headline that's what i'm saying they go talk to all their friends about it like again i'm not saying we knew the outcome of the thing but i would call us both we're on separate sides of a political aisle yeah but we're both pretty level-headed people and we saw what was presented in the rittenhouse case and we could relatively easily come up with a conclusion that it was self-defense yeah and we could see what was presented in the armory arbery case and we could relatively simply come up with the conclusion that it was unjustified and it was murder. But the fact that people are still on opposite sides of that or still passionate about those being wrong verdicts is like, what else do we need to see? Or what else do you need? To, like, I don't know. You know what we need to see? Okay, you got, I need to see this fucking graph. See this graph and then sc- scroll to the right after this. This is what was put out. Okay, I'm looking at a graph on a blue screen. The screen, this is a, it's the DCCC. Thanks at Joe Biden. <laughs> that is awesome. I didn't even know it said that. They thanked him for it. For Thanks, the, Joe Biden. Fucking. No, but they, but so this was put out as like an actual, like, thank you for doing this. Yeah, I know. It was like a sincere thanks, Joe Biden. Okay, so it says U.S. regular all form, formulations gas price. Okay, so this was um, 340 per gallon. And then date was November 22nd. And then the next date is November twenty eighth, and it shows three thirty eight a gallon. So it went down two cents. Yeah, it went down like four, two or four cents. Two, two fucking cents. Thanks, Joe Biden. The two cents is fucking nothing anymore. That's like okay. <laughs> the actual over that was a period. What what was the date? Three or four. Days. It was the twenty second <laughs> through the 29th. So that's seven a week, days, like a week. Seven days. Okay. So over a week, it went down two cents. Right. So now the actual graph starts on 6-2, I'm assuming, of 2021. Oh, this is an 18-month average. So the 18-month average started at $1.99 and hung around $1.99 from 6-2, 2020, 
to 11. So, so of November of 2020, then it started to creep up there. Um, let's see, February 2021, it went up to 285. So it's almost a dollar. And then 11 November 2021, we're up at three dollars and forty cents. So the little teeny tiniest little drop at the is a, the ass end of this graph is what the what they presented yeah, as what the they whole presented picture. as the yeah. whole picture. So that's disinformation. Yeah, it's fucking classic. I mean, it's true. The graph is true. That's the thing. That piece of the graph is true, but, but it certainly doesn't give you the whole picture. As as disinformation goes, would that even be considered disinformation? I guess it wouldn't. I think it's misleading. Well, if the dates are on there, then it's kind of like these are the days. It's like they're not telling you. It's 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 somewhat misleading for sure, but it's like it's showing you a snapshot. It's okay, so it's, it is. It's disinformation because go ahead, yeah, go ahead. It's it's presenting a a case that doesn't reflect the overall bigger picture. And I as a supporter of the police would use the same thing with like police brutality. I'm not denying police brutality doesn't happen. Look at all the look at what we have seen. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize there's millions and millions of police encounters that that doesn't happen with. Right. So, so just like okay, I'll believe that gas went down four cents. I saw it at the pump. Actually, it went down ten cents here in Baraboo. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. But it's still three dollars a gallon. Yeah. It's still up a dollar and a half from where it was a year ago. Yeah. It is. Yeah, absolutely. So it's taken a snapshot of a, of a large picture. Now, if you want to take an even larger picture, go 20 years. Right. You know, and so it's like anybody can, can take a, a piece of information and follow it and grab a piece of it that fits their agenda. Right. You know, so it's like... There's like, cause I remembered what was it, 2007, 2008. It was super fucking expensive yeah, it was back a, then. It was around that time. Yeah. yeah. It was like really high. Yeah. Like four something. Like, yeah. It was like four something a gallon. And it was like, cause I would, there's a lot of, a lot of people I talk to, they're like, well, there's fucking Biden and his gas prices and he's driving up all this shit and everything. And it's like, well, who was president in 2008? You know, because was it their fault that the gas prices went up, or was it just because the world economy is fucked and we're doing? Yeah. It, Who like, was president? Was that still Bush? Um, let's see. Was it Obama? I think Obama got elected in wait eight, twelve, sixteen. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it was Bush. Yeah. yeah, it was Bush. Barely. Yeah, it was at the tail end of his. Yeah. yeah. So it's like um, we can't take this snapshot and and then and then hang it on somebody's neck and right. say this is this is your fault and and it's like i think that's the another piece of the puzzle with all of it is that everybody's looking for like somebody or some small group to blame for like the the ills of what's going on okay but on the on the flip side of that then you can't take credit for it either right i i agree i agree i'm not saying you should what i'm saying is like as a collective, we're all responsible. Yeah. Everybody is, you know? And so it's like, when you look at the voter turnout, and it's at like, for a while, it was what, 30%? You know, it's like, did you fucking vote? 
You know, did you put your two cents in? Do you show up to the fucking meetings? All of the things that kind of dictate how things go in your community, in your county, in your state, in your country, all of it. It's like we all have to take our own personal form of responsibility as the whole, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's easy to hang it on somebody and point a finger, you know, but like we all have a piece of ownership in it. You know, it's kind of like with any relationship in any part of our lives, we have to own our 100% of that relationship. You know, everybody's got their own piece of relationship to own. And our relationship to our consumer goods is like, you know, if you, you want more local jobs and you want, to, you want to do the stop buying shit from China. You want to have less garbage? Start buying shit with less fucking garbage that gets thrown away. Right. You know, it's like we can all own that you know so it's like i i i understand being able to look at a a higher power and saying like you know the government or whatever and saying they're doing these things and i I get that but it's like can i also turn around look at myself and say am i doing the things that i want them to do sure you know it's like we talked about last episode about the cell phones you know and like you know i got a cell phone that was made by slave labor carry it around with me every fucking day, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, am I, am I standing on that platform with a cell phone that wasn't made by slave labor? You know? Yeah. It's like, I, I think there's a lot of personal responsibility that, that like, it's, it's, it's easy to take the snapshot and not have to have the personal yeah. responsibility. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. I read, I saw this talking about personal responsibility we were willing to do we, and I'm going to say we as the country, as individuals in the country, as a world stage, but I'll talk specifically U.S. We were willing to do so much because of the coronavirus or because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. We're willing to quarantine, we're willing to wear masks, we're willing to take vaccines, and we're willing to spend money on these masks or and the government's willing to spend money to keep people safe. But then you look at something like the food we eat and we're not willing to do anything to change it. How do you mean? Oh, you mean like... uh, You look at like obesity and diabetes and the death rates associated with that kind of stuff. Heart disease. Heart disease. And it's astronomically higher than COVID. Oh, fuck yeah. But we haven't addressed it like at all. We're still going down to... We're concerned with COVID... So you're going to wear a mask and you're going to get your booster shots, which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good with. But then you're still going to go down to the new Arby's in town. Get that triple whatever the fuck roast beef they make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curly fries and a large Pepsi. Oh, yeah. And so I'm just like when you look at big picture things like that and how we're so willing to change so much or the government's willing to spend money and we're shutting down people. and And I get it. But on a like on a statistical level or on a scale level, like the impact is quite smaller than other things that we're not willing to touch. So you say personal responsibility. You're talking about personal responsibility of our country right now. I'm, Are you talking about because you kind of brought both into the place? I'm combining both. Okay. Because you mentioned like cell phones, like personal responsibility cell phone. If you're not yeah. for empowering china but we're still buying all these things made in china right yep so i'm saying like i agree with that 
and I still do it too. Fuck, I, I have an iPhone too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still go out to eat at fast food restaurants. I'm just saying like, I wish there was some level of effort in that, both on like the materialistic thing, like this was made in China, mm-hmm. but also like the health and wellness side of things. So, and I used COVID as an example because I feel like people recently with COVID on topic were willing to do a lot of things to not get COVID. But we're not willing to do the same things to not get heart disease. Well, see, I think because humans are, we're like these flawed fucking creatures that like have habits and, and we're easily swayed by shiny objects and shit like that. And I think that's where, as a government that has 360 million fucking people under that government, they're, where they're like, okay, so... There's a there I hate to say it, but there's a level of like if you get the experts that know what's good for us, it's like even just not going to fast food, even shit like that. It's like it's like they can say these are the things that are good for you and these are the things that aren't. But we as people don't want to give the government the power to take those things away. We want to have our own autonomy to consume whatever the fuck we want, how we want, when we want. But we all know what's good for us and what isn't, mm-hmm. you know. But we'll make it that decision to buy that fucking iPhone for a thousand dollars, or over buying a phone that was made in the USA, not under slave labor, for two thousand dollars. It does half of what the iPhone does, you know, because it's shiny and it's fast and it does cool shit and it's less expensive. So ninety out of a hundred people are going to lean to that phone, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, in Canada, when it comes to fast food, they outlawed the steroids, they outlawed the antibiotics, they outlawed the food coloring, they outlawed all the bullshit that that meat producers do to animals to make them mass-produced, to put them in our fucking RB sandwich for four ninety nine or or two for $6.00. I think I saw that on the sign over there, two for six dollars roast beef sandwich. There's a reason it's two for six bucks. Yeah. You know? And we're and we're ingesting the bullshit. So like I was blown away. I I have a picture of it somewhere on my phone. I think it was even a fucking Arby's. Now that we're saying that, I was we were camping um at this pullout in Canada and we went into an Arby's to we grabbed some fries, use the bathroom, grab, you know, whatever. And there was this huge fucking sign on the side of the wall on the inside that says, never, we'll never have any of these things in our food. It's because the government outlawed it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, in the U.S., if the government was going to do that, people would be like, wait a minute, because they start doing that, what else are they going to take? What else are they going to do? And it's, a, I get it, it's not invalid, but at the same time, it's like how do you how do you parse that out? Like, then how do you incent then rather than outlawing it? How do you incentivize other works? Because you can't. I know you can't. And you talk about costs. Like I understand that. Like we deal with food. We're considered a food desert in Baraboo, right? The part of what we do at the club is we feed the kids. Yeah. And I and one of the stats is like. If you don't have the money to go to a good grocery store to get good non-food, that's why the kids walk down to the quick trip 
and get the $2 cheeseburger. Yep. Or they go to McDonald's to get the $1.50 cheeseburger, chicken nuggets, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Because the unhealthy shit is the affordable stuff, which is then you get into this giant cyclical thing of people who can't afford other food are going to eat that food. Therefore, they're going to get all the other problems associated with eating that food constantly. And it just goes round and around and around and around. Right. So I just, fuck, we're just incentivizing so much that has nothing to do with, that does have to do with wellness, but at the same token, really doesn't. Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. We're So if you're going to incentivize stuff, why not at least incentivize the right kind of fucking things? Well, because well, because it's not uh, profitable. That's true. It's not profitable to incentivize the right fucking things. Like, I mean. Think about, like, look at farmers. They are incentivized to grow fucking corn out the ass. Yeah. Monocrop agriculture killing our fucking soil. Yeah. Destroying it. Yeah, because aren't they supposed to rotate like every yeah. year? Every two years? We know what to do to to keep our soil rich with nutrients. We know what to do, but we don't do it because there's no money in it. We don't do it because we can't build a new house with a with a hot tub and a indoor basketball court or whatever the fuck. Like, if there's no money in it, we're not going to do it. And I think that's, like, if you, if you want to chase it back, I got it. There was a quote on my phone that came up a while ago, and it was like, if you want to look for the source of the problem, look for who profits mm-hmm. from the problem, not the people who are paying for the problem. You know, it's like it's something like that. But it's like, basically, just follow the money trail. Yeah. If you follow the money trail, it, it's going to take you back to, to, like, the answer you need. And it's like, you know, we don't, we grow all that corn so we can feed all the cattle, you know, because we don't let them graze anymore. You know, it used to be acres of fucking ground that the cattle grazed on. They ate fucking grass. They shit on the grass. They pissed on the grass. They fertilized the fucking grass. You know, they kept the earth in a cycle of like natural, mm-hmm. you know. But no, now the cattle stay in the fucking barn. They get fed corn and, and high moisture corn and different shit that they, we grind up and we make food for them out of a trough. And the ground gets used for growing more corn. You know? And so it's like, then the cattle don't move. So they don't move and they don't eat the grass outside. So they don't get the natural immune defense systems from dealing with fucking nature. So then they get sick. So then we give them antibiotics. And... Then we have to treat their milk with shit so it's it's palatable and all the different things. And then we wash the fucking milk lines with chemicals and shit and plastic tubes. It's all right there. We know it's not good for us, but it's cheap, it's efficient, and we're making more money doing it this way, you know? And so it's like, two, how, do you, how is it even possible, to your point, to incentivize a family that makes $20,000 a year and has two or three kids, how do you incentivize them to go to Festival Foods and don't even buy organic, just buy, like, food? Yeah. You know? It's like, well, okay, so let's think about that. We talked about this once. It's like potatoes aren't real expensive. You know, they're not crazy expensive. They're decent food. You can buy potatoes and you can buy Brussels sprouts and shit like that, but it takes time to cook them and make them. And if you got a single mom raising three kids, where's the time? You know, where's the time? They, they, 
They go to school. They come home. They got to do homework. They got this. They got sports. Mom's got to work two jobs to fucking feed them all these different things. Where's the time that we used to have to, to, to like sit and cook, you know? You know, I got an idea. It's a fucking crazy idea. How about there's like, there's a lot of homes out there that people live in that, that, are, that they're not assisted living. They're just like elderly homes, right? They're at a point where maybe they wouldn't do well living on their own. They need a little bit of help with different things, but they still get around pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. We do like an adopt-a-grandparent program where all these people that are living in all these homes can be live-in grandparents for all the people that have homes that have, like, little kids and stuff like that. And they can, like, help cook and help be there for the kids, help with homework and tuck them into bed and shit and do all these things. And so it's like like the multi-generational home is gone, right? Nobody does that anymore. No. Like, unless you're Amish, nobody does that anymore. Or they do it in other countries, but not here. The multi-generational home here is like... Fucking when mom and dad are old, man, it's just like, well, how much is Oak Park? <laughs> it's just like, that's that's an that's automatic go-to. All of a sudden, if there's no, like, if they can't do it on their own anymore, yeah. we got we to gotta help them find a place to stay where they got the help they need, but it's not going to be us helping them. You know, where it's like, how fucking cool was it back in the day when, when grandparents were there and you had these little kids growing up alongside the grandparents, you know, it's like you get, you get that combination of like all of this time and this wisdom and this youth and this wanting to learn energy and you get to blend it together. And it's like, that was a, 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 I think a really big integral piece of the family dynamic all the way up until what, I don't know, the fifties and sixties. When did that shit start to change? I don't know when it changed. It was never a thing for me. But people grow up so independent. Like, like I just think of uh, my grandparents. Like, it would be the mindset was, let me die before I have to go into a home, right? Sure. Like, I want to be independent. Like, I don't want people here. When we were dealing with my grandpa, like, he didn't want my mom or her siblings to stay at the house anymore. Like, get the fuck out of the house. So people's independence also, like, older generations, like, grandparents now, independence too, I feel like, I think you have a blend. Like, some would probably love it, and some are like, no. Well, yeah, because I guess whenever it started, that mindset started to change for them when they were still in the working class. So then as they got older, they didn't, they weren't interested either. Right. Like, me right now, like, I... I was older, I would have zero interest at the moment, my current mindset of mm-hmm. living with my children. That's, yeah. So. Granted, it, it's hard to, it's hard to say that with the mindset because I'm not a grandfather who's older and needs help. Right. Well, okay. So let's, let's, let's uh, put up a scenario here. Say you're like, say you're 65, 65, 70 years old, right? Um, you're collecting social security. Uh, you got this big house that you got to take care of. And, um, but like, you're not really into taking care of the house anymore. Maybe you want to travel or you want to do whatever. Um, and, uh, uh, and like you got these grandkids now and they're little and you want to be around your grandkids. Like I, 
whenever I meet a new grandparent, it's like fucking instant. It's like, I want to be there. Mm -hmm. I want to be next to them. I want to hold their hand. I want to teach them how to fucking drive matchbox cars or draw or what. I just want to be there, you know? And it's like, I think the desire is there. Um, But to your point, we're also independent now, independent-minded, that it like, it doesn't feel right because we shouldn't be, we should be on our own. We should be doing our own thing. We should, like, we shouldn't have our parents living with us because we don't need them, you know, and all those things. But it's like, I think if in the scenario, if it was more about, like, the open-mindedness of, like, the possibilities of what good could come 20 years from now as opposed to right now in this moment, yeah, you know, then I think that's what changes you know, like back then, they weren't thinking about, like, I, I mean, obviously at the moment they're thinking like, yeah, because I got someone here to help me take care of my kids. That's obviously a very in the moment thing. But they also understood that the connection that these kids have with their grandparents and what they're learning from them is going to shape them for the rest of their lives in ways that the parents can't because they're busy. You know, they're working. They're out, you know, it's like... Dad comes home, he's out fucking working in a factory all day or wherever he's working and he's tired and everything else and a kid needs help with his math homework or a kid needs help learning how to tie his shoes or some shit like that. It's hard, you know, you have less patience and all those things. But if you're a grandparent, you got all the fucking time in the world and you want to teach him because it's fucking, it's the most coolest little human being in the world. It's your grandkid. Yeah. You know, so it's like knowing that, you know, like, talk about your connection with your grandfather you have now. You know, and it's like, the connections with grandparents used to be even deeper than that. You know, it's like, because they grew up with them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, I know, like, with Stephanie and her grandparents, like, whenever she thinks about her grandmother, she gets a little misty-eyed because it was her connection with her. She grew up around her. You know, she taught her shit. It's like, they live right down the road. They didn't live in the same house, but they were families together a lot. And it's like... I think we almost would have to have a whole generation that re-experienced what that's like to show the world, the rest of the country, like that this is good, mm-hmm. you know, that this benefits us. And you probably have to figure out a way to do it in dollars to make it sen- make it make sense. But if you think about it, it's like, well, yeah, so he gets $3,000 a month in Social Security. Well, he pays us $1,000 a month to live with us, saves him $500 a month or $1,000 a month in living expenses, and we got help with rent, and we got help with child care, and we know that he's going to be okay because, you know, if he falls down in the middle of the night, he's right here, you know? But it's like you got <laughs> to somehow weigh the benefits in a monetary way to make it make sense. I'm going to tell you right now, child care outweighs it all, man. <laughs> <laughs> I... I only had to do childcare for a short period of time, so I'm not like a great one to understand it. But I know it's fucking expensive. I know it's fucking expensive. Yeah. Grandparents, you gotta pay me a fucking dime for rent if you're watching the kids. See, that's the thing. It's like, you know, my my mom in Montana, she watches my kids as kids, her grandkids, and um, and like my sister lives on the top floor of the house. My mom lives in the basement. Okay, my mom and my stepdad. And it's like she watches them during the week. And as much as my mom bitches about those kids, 
and the messes they make and everything else. If they didn't show up on Monday morning, she would be a fucking wreck. Yeah. And those kids, if they didn't have their Nana on Monday morning, they would be a fucking wreck. Like, I'm sure not everything my mom is teaching those kids is fucking like right up there in the creme de la creme of like that shit. But she's 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 teaching them things that they wouldn't ever learn at a daycare. Mm-hmm. You know, she teaches them to clean up their own fucking messes. She teaches them to go outside and fucking play when you're bored because I ain't putting up with your shit. That's the stuff that that like those kids are going to be strong, independent kids. They're going to have some issues. I'm sure they're going to get them from my mom, but they're going to be strong, independent kids because of that. You know, and my mom has a place to live until she fucking dies if she wants where she doesn't have to spend $1,500 a month. Right. You know? And, like, if something goes wrong with her, my sister's right upstairs. Yeah. You know, and it's, like, as crazy as it sounds, because I remember when my mom told me she's going to do this, I'm like, don't fucking do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I told her, I'm like, you don't want to do that. This does not seem like a good idea. Yeah. So there's, I mean, and there's parts of it that Hindsight. are difficult. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those things. What's up? What you got going on over there? I didn't know if I could. Uh... Oh, we can record right on these buttons. What? Fuck yeah. What can we do? Record right on the buttons. Right now? Yeah, sure. Okay. What are we going to record? Tap to edit a sound. Let's... We just took a fucking left turn. I was thinking out loud. Sorry. My no, bad. it's all good. I just, like, I'm an easily distractible guy, so I looked across and I saw you pushing buttons. I'm like, ooh. I saw a button on this. Not that I wasn't enjoying the conversation. I apologize. No, no, don't apologize. I fucking ramble, so that's the way it goes. Record. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't record when I said that. that, That's the one? Like, that's the button? Fuck you, Hike. <laughs> now let's just try this. That's the button. Fuck you, Hike. Oh, yeah, look at that. Boom. <laughs> Bam. Look at that. Wow. That like we're that was easy. Yeah, that was pretty fucking easy. Then now that button right now is is that's the button. Fuck you, Hike. That's the button. Fuck you, Hike. <laughs> yeah. See, we can just do that. Okay, so we can do this. I can make it quieter. That's the button. Fuck you. Hike. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah. this is just gonna go on and on. Oh, we do this for the next hour. Uh, we're not gonna do this for the hour. So but I, I do have to take a leak. So yeah. Let's wrap this. I Let's like it, it, man. Hey, it's hey. nice seeing you two days in a row. Yeah, it's going to be three days unless you bail what? on me tomorrow. No, 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 man. I don't intend to. I don't, you know, good intentions. What they say, the, paved, the road, to, road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, which is why you're still working. What? You're supposed to be done. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs> we I won't. got to take a leak and we got to end this shit. I love you. I'm glad we got to hang out last night. Ditto. I'm glad we're hanging out today. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Fuck, man. I guess I'm going to have to get you a Christmas <laughs> present. <laughs> All right. Peace, everybody. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. Remember. Oh, wait. What was the fucking thing? What was the cadence? The cadence? What are you talking about? For the Bill thing. Oh. Y'all um, are going to email this to me. Uh, where the fuck is Bill? Where the fuck is Bill? Where the fuck is Bill? You can emphasize the fuck. You can emphasize the Bill. I don't care. Whatever you got to do. Just just lay it down. Send it in. All you right. have how many hours are in a week? Let's not do that. I got to piss. You have 72 hours. (laughs) All right. Much love. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, everyone. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace.